Welcome to the Mildly Heroic Podcast, Visions of Feindar, an actual play of the Pathfinder Adventure Path, Iron Fang Invasion. Alright, we've been walking all day. How long will we need to hike tomorrow to get to the next inn? Oh boy. Oh, only for a few hours, my friend. We're almost there. In the meantime, we can cozy up in that old hunter's cabin ahead. Don't worry, it won't be occupied. We can get plenty of rest before tomorrow. I I don't know, old Rhett. That place looks unsettling. (laughs) Nonsense. It's just very old and in a dark corner of the woods. Besides, where's your sense of adventure? Somewhere far from here, that's for sure. (laughs) Oh, look, the door is already partly open for us. Let's make ourselves at home. This place gives me the creeps. I think I know what you mean. And that is what makes it the perfect place to tell creepy stories. (laughs) You better settle in, Yosef. Oh, no. Now, where's my teddy bear? This cabin might be a bit spooky, but it pales in comparison to the horrors witnessed by the heroes of Feindar. The party surveyed the ruins of Grisseldune in shock and horror at the atrocities that took place there. Suddenly, Orin was ambushed by a group of undead and grappled by a hideous shredskin. So as you step into the field, you see the pile, it begins to shift bodies begin to crawl out of the mud and as they appear from behind you you do not notice this from behind you one of the flayed skins flies off of the side of the wall what? towards you what? oh my god oh my. what a desperate battle ensued the dwarven cleric channeled a powerful energy attack to vaporize two of the ghouls. Volus's vicious bite tore through another. However, the undead fiends managed to knock Orin and Therus unconscious. In a heroic effort, Nayari made her way to Orin's side and revived him with a potion as Aiden defended. The ranger swung his longsword for a deep cut into the shredskin. And finally, the creature was obliterated by Orin's wrath. Okay, so I, I, I get up, I've taken the damage, and I'm basically like, Wear me, will you? And then I slam down <laughs> on it with the warhammer, since he was still lower than me on the ground, and just completely just... <laughs> it dissipates <laughs> everywhere. Oh. There's a piece of skin and viscera everywhere. <laughs> Next, the party gathered the remaining bodies of the former Grisseldune residents, ensuring they would be laid to rest for good, and with honor. Once the mound has been piled up with all the bodies, he's 
without saying anything to anyone else. He doesn't really care. He's going to pull out. He's got some oil on him. He's going to douse as much as he can all throughout here and place the wooden symbol Arastal back. And he'll say, maybe Arastal will watch you in your next life. And he will strike a torch and drop it into the pit. There is something that I have wanted to do since we saw Feindar again. I don't know much about Elwood, but looking back, it is because of him that all of us are alive right now. And I wish to honor him in some small way. Where I come from, we typically worship Gorum, who resides in Elysium. But I will alter this to fit him. She pauses for a moment and then begins to say, There do I see my father. There do I see my mother and brothers and my sisters. There do I see the line of my people back to the beginning. They do call to me. They bid me to take my place among them in the halls of heaven, where our enemies have been vanquished, where the brave shall live forever. Nor shall we mourn but rejoice for those who have died the glorious death. And she'll take the bowl and the blood that has dripped into the bowl, and she will toss it into the fire and just close her eyes. That, um, I think, conjures a memory of Aiden that you can tell is his mother. But there will come a time when you will have to rely on your own strength. But I want you to know this. No matter what happens, I love you. You must take care of your sister forever. And... To him, this is like uh, a great commission. Companions, we, we must get back to camp. The Einfang Legion is here in the forest. They could be upon our camp any moment. We need to move them. Theris is right. We must make haste. The time to mourn has passed. The time... The trudge forward has come. Our heroes left Grisledown and headed back to their camp. Along the way, they encountered an injured wolf pup. As Nayari, Theros, and Aiden discussed what should be done, Orin saw an odd creature appear and run off. He scooped up the wolf pup and ran after it. The party soon found themselves outside of a nearby wolf den. The mother was being threatened by the same odd creature that Orin chased after. These mites were beating another nearby pup with a stick. Enraged, our heroes attacked, making quick work of the pathetic mites. Amongst the mites' loot, they discover a map with several listed locations, including a treasure cabin. Theros calmed the mother wolf down and healed the pups, and the group departed, proud of their good deed. 
Upon their return, the companions encountered Zeph, who was on lookout duty. Nayori gave him the signal whistle they found. Next, the four split ways to attend to their own matters. Oh, Theros, uh, it's good to see you back. Uh, what, what do you need? <sighs> we need to get these people ready to move as soon as possible. Probably would be best to wait till the morning. No need to stir a panic this late at night, but we need to move right away. Of course, uh, yeah. I mean, I mean, we. Uh, I think we're mostly ready. We can be ready to go pretty quick. I mean, uh, Jet and I had some things we wanted to talk to you guys about, but I mean, we can wait for the morning for those as well. While everybody else is packing up, we can. I can talk to you about those. That would that would be that would be the best decision, I believe. Gristle Down was. There aren't really words to describe it. She kind of nods and she says, I I think I think I know what you're trying to say. I I think I was expecting that already. She'll take some time as quietly as she can, kind of taking off her armor, and she'll sit on the ground next to where Ilika is sleeping and Ilika, I don't know what I'm doing anymore. I don't I don't know what to do anymore. I miss Severn. It should have been him here, not me. I feel like I'm losing myself. I feel like I'm a ship on the ocean, under a dark sky without stars. And I need you to show me that there's still light, Milica. I need you to come back to me. I know how much you cared about him. I know you loved him. And if I could go back, I would be the one to stay, not him. I know I've never really told you, but I'm sorry that it was me and not not him here with you. As you're finishing speaking and you lay down, you can feel Ilika actually her hand kind of grabs yours. And you kind of look over, and she's still asleep. It's uh, She's not conscious or anything, but it's like unconsciously her hand kind of grabs yours, and you hear her just say, Stars. And at that night, Ari just starts crying. Like the silent tears that just stream down her face. And I imagine after <laughs> literally moving skin just skin that he is soaked with blood at the hands he's probably got it on his face and he's absolutely just covered and filthy and he kind of takes a moment to himself and maybe tries to find something reflective and just kind of dampens a cloth and does his best to wipe and get away as much as he can but it's caked in the wrinkles and underneath his fingernails and and when that's done he'll finally douse the fire with whatever's left while Aiden was doing that Theros kind of just sat down next to him how do you do it? what? How, how do I do what? you've told me before about the horrible, horrible things that happened to your family. You've been through so much, through so much torture, 
You've seen things that most people wouldn't be able to live through. How... How can you go on another day? Having seen so much, I'm so sick of being late. Being too late to help. I can handle hurt for myself, but when others are being treated this- What could motivate these creatures to do such hideous, monstrous things? How do you do it? You and the others are so strong. I am not that strong, Theros. But I want to be. I want to be people's shoulder to lean on. I wonder sometimes if if Nermathis could truly be free. If I could truly live free. It gets hard, Theros. It's not easy. So as much as I want to, every day, every single day, I think, what if I just ran away? But I won't. I won't run again. (laughs) I won't run again. (laughs) The next morning, our party awakens to a gruesome discovery. Aiden, Oren, and Theros, you notice something's off. Someone's missing. You look around and Zeph is gone. <gasps> I just got chills. Oh, I literally, no. I offered to watch the night for him and then trade it off. Like you look at the log that he was sitting in. It's not there. You do see a water skin just laying next to it. It's as if he just vanished. You see some tracks, just yes, some, some drag marks in the ground leading out of the camp. And you follow those for a while, maybe a couple hundred yards into the forest. And eventually, you spot a pile of leaves. And you eventually uncover a human body without a head. It looks like the head was severed after death with a short blade, a short jagged blade, with vigorous hacking. Whatever happened to him happened fast. We have to go right now. We um, have to go right now. Our heroes directed the survivors to pack up and move immediately as they traversed deeper into the Fangwood. The four scouted ahead further to investigate the treasure cabin they discovered on the mite's map. As they approached the cabin, Aiden sprung a bear trap. It cut into his leg, latching him in place as a crazed lynx attacked out of nowhere. The party managed to disable the beast, and as they continued exploring the property, they encountered a white inside the cabin. This powerful enemy bellowed at them to leave his home and attacked them, draining energy from Orin, Theros, and Aiden. The party was forced to retreat for fear of death by a single blow. He can kill us very quickly. We strike fast or we leave. That won't hold him for long. He he's still able to move we need to get out of here right now that includes you Aiden now yes go 
The light stood in the doorway of the cabin, his menacing eyes glaring at his prey as they escaped into the shelter of the woods. Okay, so there's a, a number of things that we're going to have to do here. First off, um, all of you, as you're fleeing the hunter's cabin there, you had moved the camp onto that same tile. There's there's a mile radius in each of these hexes, so there's plenty of space for you to leave the cabin and then regroup with uh, the rest of the refugees there um, for the night. I want, as you guys are heading back through the forest to uh, make it back to camp, I want Theros and Aiden to roll survival checks. Can you hear me now? What was that? Can you hear me now? Yes. yes. Oh, okay, 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 okay. I had asked twice and didn't hear anything, and I started getting scared again. <laughs> survival checks? <laughs> Why? <laughs> Yikes. Okay. Well, um, half my ranger level to track. This has nothing to do with tracks. So, Theros, you're you're able to catch on to this a little bit. You're, and it makes sense being a druid and spending most of your time out here. As you guys are returning back to the camp, you're noticing a very subtle shift in the wind. You're looking around. You're you're noticing that the animals are abnormally quiet seems like they have either left or burrowed into their dens or something there's it's very quiet and the wind is moving just very subtly wrong and you get the idea that you think there's going to be a storm tomorrow you're not a hundred percent sure when but you think tomorrow evening there's going to be a storm you're picking up on all these minor details maybe reading the behavior of the animals here and you think you know this is how they act when a storm's coming so that's just something that you realize as you're on your way back is you think there's going to be a storm tomorrow evening at some time probably should want to communicate that then to uh, the rest of my team um everyone when we get back to camp we should make sure our shelters are secured and Everyone is safely uh, put away. I've, I think there's a storm coming. Something's not would, quite right. Yeah, would I didn't catch on? Uh, if he points it out to you, you could eventually start to see the same signs, yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. You didn't notice it at first, but with his assistance, you would begin to see him. Mm. Uh, Theris is right. I hadn't noticed before, but Jasper has been very docile today. And he's looking up at the sky and and noticing. And once you guys return to camp, this was the the end of the movement for the day. Everybody is already starting to uh, turn in. You guys had mentioned that you wanted to pick up the watches for the foreseeable future, at least. They already had, yeah. How are, how are you guys going to handle that? Just uh, walk me through, like, are you each taking individual watches? And if so, what order are you going in? Like, just uh, just a brief rundown of how you plan on handling handling these watches. Should probably I'll take the discuss. darkest watch. 
So whatever time when it's the darkest, that just makes sense. Dark vision. Gotcha. Yeah, I just envisioned that we would each take a watch throughout the night, split it up, do, I don't know, three hours or four hours or whatever it comes out to be. Or I guess it would be like two hours if you have like an eight hour night rest. Um, so I, I mean, I don't think the order really makes a difference, but Nairi can take the first watch. Everybody's when we getting get back. a solid 12 hours. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. The sick well, people might, but. That's what they say about role playing games, though. You actually get to have a full night's rest. It's the only time you ever get to get mm-hmm. a full night's After rest. everything we've witnessed, we're definitely sleeping <laughs> eight hours. Yeah. Did I, I was say, did I send you guys the meme where it's just like eight hours is a full rest? This game is yeah. so unrealistic. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, like six, right? It's six, right? That's a full rest. Yeah. So Nairi can take the first watch. Um. Um. I, I have maybe. eight of these, so I will. And like normally, I've been using them to set up the perimeter for us, and it's been easier because there's four of us, and we could clump pretty close together that I could actually get all the way around us just fine because it's ten feet for each one. So I've got eighty feet of of bell wire and this tiny string. Uh, but with this many people, I'm assuming that I have to choose like choice locations, kind of thing. Yeah, so that's how he's going to do it. Places that are hard to see or watch or would be particularly compromising if somebody snuck up through. Places that would be better hidden than others that would be better chances of not being detected. Um, So he'll spend uh, some time setting traps. Okay. And what order of watch would you be? Uh, Did anybody take first watch yet or no? I said I could take first watch. Then he'll wake up early and go to bed early. I guess I'll go after Orin. So I'll take second? Is that what I'm hearing? Mm-hmm. Yes. Okay. okay. So it, it goes Nayari followed by uh, Orin. Orin. And then Theros. And then Iden. Theros, Iden. Okay. Okay. So you guys return to camp. And uh, you get everything situated and you begin to take your watches. First up, on watch number one, roll me a perception check. Uh Uh-oh. Okay. I think I fell asleep. You don't really see much. You're a bit distracted. Uh, The shock of what you've just experienced is kind of robbing you of any focus that you could have uh, on your surroundings. But... Nothing seems to be wrong as you're there, and your time passes, and you are replaced. Second watch, roll me a perception check. Okay. How very perceptive of you. (laughs) I'm on it. There's heads being chopped off. I am on it. (laughs) So, Oren, you're there. You're on watch. You have dark vision. You're keeping a pretty good... Uh, eye on your surroundings but as you are uh, there and looking around you maybe get slightly distracted or perhaps you just don't notice it at first but at the edge of the camp in the forest before you even notice it is a figure and you turn your head 
as the figure is fully exposed and you see it's the white from the cabin eyes eyes red glowing in the darkness with the light of undeath this white is carrying a longbow (laughs) and it's looking directly at you and you see it and it sees you and there's eerie silence in the camp before it turns and walks deeper into the forest. Not saying anything. And you notice it doesn't make even the slightest of sound. You had no idea it had approached. And had you not seen it, you'd have no idea it left. It was eerily quiet and stealthy. Out of game, it rolled a natural 19 on the stealth check plus modifiers. So. No bueno. For my friend Javier. They don't actually say no bueno. They just call it bad in Mexico. Where he's from, at least. Isn't that funny? Where he's from? I didn't know that. Um, My buddy Javier, he said down where he's from in Mexico. They don't actually say no bueno. He was listening to me play some video games, uh, Apex Legends, and the one character said that. He goes, Josh, what are you playing? That is not right. (laughs) (laughs) That made me laugh. And Doran, apart from that, nothing else on your watch is out of place. You don't see the white return. You just noticed him appear at the edge of camp and then leave deeper into the forest, away from his cabin, with a longbow in hand. That's basically GM saying, this is not leashed to the cabin. It can leave. It does leave. I was going to say, so it's be not afraid. The cabin. <laughs> not tethered. This, is, this isn't your Dark Souls. This is oh. true grit. There's no exploits here. Okay, and... As the second watch slowly comes to an end, Oren is replaced once more. So for... Th- were you going to do something? Go ahead. I, I I tell Theros, horrified, white as a sheet, you know, scared. I, nimbling with my fingers, like... <laughs> saw it. The white... Edge of the forest. Just looked at me and walked away. Are you certain? Panicked. It wasn't Just some panicked. nightmare. I would. I wouldn't put it past us, given what we've Damn gone it, through. Damn it, man! I'm certain. All right. Uh, just, just, just keep an eye out. Should we tell the others? Nyari and, and Aiden. Yes. They probably should know. Agreed. If it comes back, we're all going to have to fight it. Agreed. Alright, uh, you wake up, Nyari. I'll, I'll tell Aiden. That's what I'll do. I'll go and wake up Nyari. Same, I, I sh- shake Aiden a little bit. You, yeah. you go ahead first, Justin. <laughs> wake up, Lassie. <laughs> Give her a little nudge. <laughs> Just kick her. What? Is it morning kick already? I, f- I feel like I've barely been sleeping. What time is it? It's still late. It, it, it barely been asleep. The, 
the, the white's at the woods. He, he knows where our camp is, and he just walked up and then walked away back into the woods. What? <laughs> I'm positive. I'm positive. But I didn't see anything. Why would it come now? I don't know. I don't know. And it, do, you, do you think it's because we brought the lynx with us? Maybe. I don't know. Orin's panicked. He's panicked. No idea. That is that is horrifying, Jason. Okay. Super I kinda wish I kinda wish I didn't roll such a good perception <laughs> roll. I don't want to know that the white was there. Well now I'm thinking with my perception roll being so low, was it just standing there the whole time just like watching, watching you? Me? Yeah. Oh, that's that's no. the worst thing oh, ever. No. That that scene reminded me a little bit though when you first saw the mites and you're like these Things. Yeah. <laughs> what, are, what are you talking about? Oh, I'm just sure like, panicked. Just yeah. panicked right now. I'm, like, uh, oh, I'm not gonna sleep tonight. That's not <laughs> I'm gonna in be danger. <laughs> I'm in danger. Like, uh, what? Do, what do we do? Should the rest of us stay up? I, uh, let's go join Aiden and, and Theros, and I guess we're gonna. I'm gonna head back over to where they're at. <laughs> Another cool thing at this level, it doesn't normally matter except for situations like this. Uh, I gain a bonus feat as well called Endurance, which allows me to travel further than I would otherwise um, in a forced march and stuff like that. But it also allows me to sleep in my armor without becoming fatigued in the morning. Huh. So you will actually find Aiden uh, in his breastplate still propped up and sitting rather than like laying down. Like oh, yeah, because those of us sleeping uh, wouldn't be in our armor. Mm -mm. Oh, right. son of a gun. Yeah, so I don't have to don armor, especially since I wear breastplate, would actually take quite a bit of time. So I, I tend not to take it off very often anymore. I've just gotten used to always being at the ready. Aiden, Aiden, wake up. As soon as he hears anything, uh, he'll kind of like stir awake real quickly and like go for his bow and then realize it's Theros. It's... What is it, Theros? And he's getting ready and standing up. You don't have to get up yet, but I want you to be aware. Orin, I was just taking his place at watch, and he says he saw the white. It was at the edge of the camp, just staring at him menacingly. And it walked away. Thank you. Hey. We lost you, Josh. Again? A little bit, I think yeah. it's your noise suppression. Turn that off, because I've had trouble yeah. with that before. I think it messes stuff up. Wait, are you saying that Josh sounds noisy? That he's yeah. every time he talks, hear, he's just noise? You can hear me now? Yes. yes. Much better. So it was a noise suppression. That's, a, that's too bad. I have to be careful about when I... Oh, this has happened before yep. where we lose him completely. Maybe it wasn't the noise. No, this Ew. happens on cult all the time. Yeah, happened to Rune Lords a couple of times. What in the world, guys? Guys, I'm here. Can you yeah, hear you? We hear you. Nothing's yep. different. We hear you. Okay, great. What did you miss? Uh, and all I didn't it. hear any of your response to Theros. Uh, okay, what did he say? Uh, I'm not gonna roleplay it out again because I can't. I can't remember. Uh, what did you say to him? Um, he said. Uh, that the white was at the edge of the camp, um, and uh, Orin saw him, and then he just walked away. Oh, yes. Uh, uh, he'll sigh and kind of be like, 
I don't know what we should do. Well, here, Oren and Nayari are coming over. Well, let's talk about it. Yes, we'll talk about it. Uh, and he'll get all of his weapons and everything and go. Well, I don't think that we should wake up anyone else because we will cause a stir in the camp if we let this news get out. I don't think any of them even know what we saw at the cabin yet, so I think we need to be very careful. But I also don't know if we all need to stay up tonight and do the remainder of the watches. Nayari, where is the lynx? I had it tied up outside of my tent. I believe it's still unconscious. You should probably check. I'll go back and check on the lynx. It is still there. Is it still unconscious? Yeah, it's still unconscious. It's it's at like minus 10 hit points, but you guys stabilized it, so it won't like become conscious for another like several days, assuming you guys continue to just care for it and let it naturally heal. Uh, so basically, until you guys magically heal it back up to full hit points, it's going to stay unconscious there. Should we tie it up on the outskirts of the camp? In case it's just trying to re- retrieve its pet? Well, the other thing that it could be is maybe it's trying to kill the lynx and it's trying to come back to kill it. In which I case, didn't. I don't want to subject the animal to that. I didn't will interrupt at some point. I am beginning to think it does not matter what his motivation is. He is a threat to us. And I hate to be this out for blood, but he'll say under whisper tones. But I think maybe we will have to hunt him instead. I wonder about that. I saw what that did to you. And there's no way that I am seeking that creature out. No way. If it comes into this camp to hurt these people, then by all means I will defend this camp. But I am not going to seek out that thing for blood. I saw exactly what it did to you, and it scared me like nothing has ever scared me before. I understand your fear, Niari. But I am tired of running. I get that. I am tired, too. I don't know what to do. It feels like the entire world is against us and nothing is going right. But we should not seek out further danger at this point. We have to keep running. We do not have the luxury of stopping at this point. And I know that you're weary of it. I am, too. But until we are somewhere safe, we have no choice. Orange, should one of us interject? They could argue like this for hours. Should one of us interject? (laughs) I think we should heal the cat. That might not be a bad idea. But it also might not be good. Let's just do it. It'll be fine. (laughs) Should we just let them argue and go heal it on our own? (laughs) Yes. (laughs) Assuming assuming Theros kind of said that under baited breath. Yeah, I was supposed to be whispered. (laughs) Oh, yeah. he's leaning down to tell me that. And we're whispering. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I think <laughs> I, think... I already argue. We're like, what, what do we do? <laughs> um, as like a final point to make, uh, Iden will kind of see the sentiments of the group, and we'll kind of just be like, 
I have said before, I trust you, Nayari, and I, I will do that. But I wonder, honestly, what is safe but what we can create? I, I wonder if there's nowhere to run to. That's That's my only fear. It very well could be the case. And if it were just me, then I would say, by all means, I would stamp out this threat. But if something happens to us, we are the only ones capable of defending these people. And if we die, they die. So then I'm going to go to the links. <clears throat> and I okay. want to try, I want to try something new. Never tried it before. Okay. Get these magic fingers ready to try a heal check to treat deadly wounds. Okay. Can I try that? Sure. Uh, it is, I believe, a DC 20. It is. So I don't know if you can take t 20 on that. You can take 10. I don't know if your modifier is high enough to meet a 20. Can if you I take aid 10. him? I do. So my, my, my modifier is 10. Two. Oh, so if your modifier is ten, then you can take ten and, and just succeed. Nice. Especially if especially if Theros is aiding you. So you can treat deadly wounds, and now I have to look up to see what the hit dice of that creature was to see how much hit points that gives it. Three D twenty. What have we awoke? <laughs> <laughs> Justin's like, fly, you fools. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, fly, you fools. It's one of the it. elder gods. Yeah. <laughs> so, this dwarf delved too greedily and too deep. <laughs> Restores one hit point per level of the creature. Uh, I believe creatures like this would go, their level would be their hit dice. So it gains three hit points. So I'm going to arbitrarily say it is now at minus five because I don't actually remember the exact negative it was, but I do know it got hit by a power attack from a great sword. So it was. It was minus far ten. Down. Yeah, it was okay. minus ten. I remember because Josh said, "Oh, it must not have the average con right being ten. So so it that is accurate. I just listened to it. Minus seven then. So with my new channel energy. I don't get the 2d6 yet till we resolve the whole level thing, right? Yeah, I would say you don't get anything new until the next morning. Right. And even then, we have to roll the save. So I'm going to go ahead and give it... While you're doing that, um, Theris would be getting his scroll of charm animals. Charm animals ready. Just in case it tries to be violent again. <laughs> oh. I didn't think... 2d6... Roleplay thinking. Hmm. Channel energy doesn't get the plus modifier, correct? Correct. It's just the die roll. Okay. Roll two d six because I'm gonna use two charges of it. Okay. And my face. I need to. Is that minus hey. two? Nayari is full though. <laughs> Thanks for that. Everybody's sleeping has a really good rest. <laughs> <laughs> whoa, whoa, whoa! That tickles. <laughs> <laughs> um, looking at you, Theros. What am I supposed to do? I don't know. You got any healing oh, oh, oh. available? Yeah, I guess I'm gonna have to cast uh, that scroll real fast afterwards. <laughs> um, 
Did he do you use all well, your we, channels for the day? I did. I only had two left. Um He said you could use it on a sleeping animal though, right? The charm. Yeah, there's technically nothing stopping Yeah. Hmm. So you could do that first and then heal it. Maybe. Sure, yeah, I'll cast charm animal on it. He just said there wouldn't be any indication of whether it was successful or not because it's uncorrect. When it wakes up, you'll determine whether or not it was successful. <laughs> It'll know when it's wait, wait, we're about to wa awaken a dangerous animal in the middle of our camp. Yeah. In the middle of the night, too. Listen, we can kill it if we have to. Uh, um, Can we move this beast away a little bit so we don't awaken or frighten anyone? Should this not go well? Good point. It's a pretty heavy cat. I'm going to need some help. <laughs> Hanging out with uh, with uh, Orin has uh, made Theros a little bit more sassy. <laughs> <laughs> Where did you have in mind? Uh, maybe just a few, a few feet away from these tents, at least. Right next to Nayari's is a bit uh, exposed. Pick it up and carry it six feet <laughs> okay. over. It weighs 120 pounds. Well, that's not too bad. Well, it might be less than that because it's not technically that creature. It's well, just I using those stats. drag 750, so I drag it over. The two of us together <laughs> drag it. <laughs> yeah, it might be closer to like 100. I don't know. Oh, then I lift it over my head just to, like, brag. <laughs> just benching this. I'm benching this. <laughs> Elixir's lying on the ground. <laughs> um, okay, so uh, at, once we've moved it a little bit away from the camp, uh, Theros will attempt the scroll of charm animal on it. Okay. Is on watch right now, or are we just doing our thing over here? Wow. Uh, yeah, you guys are the only ones that are on watch, so. Well, Iden's not with the group. He's still Okay. Yeah, he hasn't been involved in any of this. He's thinking about how he's going to continue life tomorrow. Okay. Just so everyone here is aware, I only have five charges left of this wand, so we'll have to be more efficient with our use of spells and other healing properties from now on. So, um, Can you only treat deadly wounds once? I think it's once per day, if I had to guess. Oh. But yeah, it, right. it, it uses two charges of a healer's kit, and healer's kit have ten, so... I just didn't know if Theros treated deadly wounds, if that would stack on top of what Orin did. A creature can only benefit from its wound, deadly wounds being treated 24 hours, blah, blah, blah. Yep. Never mind. And just so you know, doing that takes an hour. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So an hour passed while I did yeah. that. So just keep in mind, if you guys are spending too much time all being awake... We're going to be fatigued tomorrow. You may be fatigued if, 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 if you guys spend too much time all awake at the same time. Just keep that in mind. Should we wait and do this in the morning just in case uh, this doesn't end well? And just keep continue to keep watch tonight? Theros, you are pretty perceptive. If it does come back, I'm sure that you would notice it. 
I hope so. And if I think, I think if it meant us any harm, it would have done something when it first came around. I don't know why it would just come and walk away. Maybe it just wants us to know that it knows where we are. Perhaps. That does seem unlikely. Why would it come all the way to our camp just for this lynx? It seems unlikely. Orin, did it do anything? Did it say anything? Nothing. Just stared at me and then walked away. I mean, we are fairly close to its cabin. Maybe it just does rounds at night and it just happened to run into our camp. I mean, being what it is, I doubt it needs to sleep. So maybe it just passes the time by wandering through the forest? I don't know. But we're going to need to be at our full strength if we do face it again. And hopefully it won't be tonight. All right. Let's reevaluate this in the morning. If anything happens, wake us immediately. You have my word. She'll go back to sleep. Or and I will drag the the, the beast back. (laughs) Drag the links back. No, I do bench presses with it as I move it. (laughs) Perfect. Um, Um, uh, Okay. So I guess the rest of y'all are going to go back to turning in. I'm going to sleep next to Theros on the log or wherever he is posted. So he can just tap me immediately since I can sleep in my armor now. I imagine I can sleep just about anywhere. Yeah, exactly. All right. Sounds good. Okay. Do you want me to roll that perception then? Yes, I would. I see him kind of like crisscross applesauce, leaning over his propped on his greatsword kind of thing, you know? 10 points in it. And I (laughs) I roll this so often. So you're there and you don't see anything off necessarily. Uh, You do see continuing signs of the animals acting as animals do before a storm that, that strange sixth sense that they have, perhaps. Um, but you don't see anything else. You don't see any signs of the white on your watch. And as your watch comes to a close, you can just tap Ida and awake. His grip tightens on his sword as you wake him. I did not see anything. Get some sleep, Theros. I will watch. Thank you, my friend. And um, he sheathes his greatsword and knocks a whistling arrow in his bow as he stands watch. Okay. Roll your perception check. Hmm. So, Aiden, you're there, uh, standing watch, and you have a lot on your mind. You're thinking about a lot of things, and perhaps, like some of the others, all these things that have been happening to you are distracting you ever so slightly. And about halfway through your watch, you... Uh, don't notice right away that a figure walks into the clearing of the camp and by the time you notice it 
I don't know if you have a light or what you're using to see since it is dark. Yeah, I will have. It's also early morning, too, for my shift, remember? So I don't know. The sun's probably not up yet, but maybe the dawn's breaking, and I'll have had a hooded lan- uh, lantern up. Yeah, so it would, at best, at best, it would be dim light, but with the canopy in the forest, it would still be darkness, effectively. It takes a while before you actually get any light under the thick canopy of the Fangwood Forest. So just in my immediate 30 feet, okay. I can see. So it's not until this figure is already within, like, 30 feet of you that you see it. Uh, maybe you're looking down and you see the foots, the, the feet, the foots. You see the feet uh, in your peripheral vision as you're looking down. And as you look up, you see the white standing there before you, glowing red eyes, looking directly at you. And you notice that it has a longbow um no longer in hand, it is uh, strapped onto its back and slung over its shoulder hmm. is a adult deer. Just just almost weightless on its shoulders, just carrying it like it's nothing. And it looks at you, sees you, and you're staring at each other. And a moment passes as it then just starts walking back in the direction that you know is its cabin. And eventually it gets out of the range of light and into the forest. Now, I, I think that sparks a realization for him. Whether or not it's accurate, he will infer we're just in his territory kind of thing. You know? And we're probably too many for him to be looking for a fight, but he doesn't want us here. I think that if we just keep on moving, we just keep on moving. So he's going to let him go. Still has the arrow notched in case he comes back, and he'll just kind of stare off into the distance that he leaves for a while. Okay. And the rest of your watch ends without any notable events the uh, the morning begins to to break and people start to slowly wake up and leave their tents and uh, once everybody is finally awake uh, what does everybody do uh, Theris will check in with Aiden to make sure he's okay and find out if he saw anything <laughs> Ah, I saw the white again. It came back. But my opinion has shifted. What did it do? Did it do anything? He has a deer. A very large deer. But I do not know if he really wants us dead rather than he just wants us gone. I think we just leave. Well, I'm okay with that (laughs) I'd rather not pick a fight with it if we don't have to he'll nod we should tell the others yes I'm going to uh, pick up my traps I'll meet with you in a bit alright goes off dismantling all of them none of them were sprung no uh, as you were on watch, you saw that he came 
directly from the direction of some of them, uh, but it doesn't look like any of them were sprung. It seems like he must have probably noticed them. He's been watching us, or the DC is way too low. I mean, it's only DC 20 to notice them, I think. Yep. So, if I'm not mistaken. Yep. So you get the sense that maybe this guy, maybe he was able to see them and, and noticed and just avoided them. Mm-hmm. Altharius will inform Orin and Nayari of what transpired with Aiden. And, uh, yeah, just fill them in. Okay. And uh, on that, uh, Nayari, as you wake up, um, I don't know how all of the tents are situated, but I imagine that you're probably uh, nearby with the tents of Ilica, probably, who in turn would be nearby Arena's tent, who in turn would be nearby Auburn's tent. So I imagine all of those tents are kind of in that uh, general area. As you leave your tent, uh, Auburn is slowly leaving hers as well. And um, you look up as you kind of turn around and standing kind of perched at the uh, the peak of your tent, just above the entrance, is a very large owl. And you look at it, and Auburn is getting out of her tent as you're looking at this owl, and you see that the owl is holding a pair of like leather bracers in its beak and as it sees you it just kind of cocks its head a little bit and it just kind of blinks a little and uh maybe it does that thing where it spins its head around like owls do (laughs) just like Um, shoots them (laughs) let's go and just shoots them off (laughs) and then it kind of like leans forward and like drops the bracers at your feet and then it kind of like turns and it sees Auburn and Auburn sees it. And then it kind of flutters away into the forest. And Auburn kind of walks over to you and she says, I don't suppose you know, uh, I don't suppose you know that owl, do you? No, but I have to say that the animals around here lately have been acting very strange. Just Theros? Oh, not Theros. I didn't know the owl. Hmm. I am assuming that you weren't there to see it. Oh, gotcha. I'm not there yet. Yeah. Uh, This is as soon as she wakes up. So probably as soon as Theros got up to talk to you, this was happening simultaneously. Got it. Um, Should should I have recognized that owl? Oh, no. I I don't think you'd have have recognized it, but I I do. Um, A good friend of mine used to keep that owl as a as a companion. Uh, his name was Chorus. He was the uh, he was a member of Gristledown. And uh, I think maybe maybe he, with him gone, his uh, his owls maybe just got not, not got anywhere to go. I'm not quite sure why it seemed so attached to you. But and she kind of shrugs. She says, well, I mean, I, I knew Chorus, but I, I didn't know his owl all that well, so could be anything. I I don't know if I understand, but you're sure that there's nothing wrong with these bracers? I don't kind really of, know what they are. She kind of looks at the bracers and she says, 
like her eyebrows raised. She's like, oh, this is interesting. Um, I know these bracers. Yeah, th these belonged to Chorus when he was alive. Uh, he used these quite often. These are uh, bracers of, of archery. They, uh, they help you to hone your aim, steady your hand. They're very useful. I don't see anything wrong with them. Well, that's very interesting. I do know how to use a bow. I just have never used it as my primary weapon before, but maybe these could come in handy. Did you... Bracers um, of archery. Did all of you kind of give Auburn the rundown of what you did at Gristledown or just the fact that it had been burned down? Um... I didn't like. Well, did she know what you guys did afterwards? I uh, Theros never would have explained it to her, and he was the only one okay. to talk to her. Unless okay. one of you, one of you all, retroactively did in a discussion with her. I don't think Nayari spoke with her really. Okay, so she doesn't seem to have any any ideas for why the owl would have come to your tent, but. She just kind of says, she says, well, I, I suppose this is a gift to you from, from Chorus, from his, from his owl, his companion. Whatever, whatever reason the owl had, it seemed to have taken a liking to you and it's given you this gift. Well, I do have to say that after everything that has happened, who am I to reject a gift? And I guess I'll put them on. Because I, I, why not? I want braces of archery. Those are cool. <laughs> wow. Don't know if I fully understand. Uh, I but... one. So, so it gives you a plus one competence bonus on attack rolls. Yep, that's all they do. Mm -hmm, pretty cool. I'm assuming only with a bow. <laughs> yes, with... Yeah. Any, doesn't specify. Yeah, with any like bow, not crossbow, any bow. Oh, uh, oh you wow. get a plus one competence bonus to attack rolls. That's it. What does that bring you up to? Plus six. Oh, okay. And one other in. thing that I noticed, uh, a handout that I apparently forgot to actually hand out. I guess. <laughs> I will show it to all of you. Is that this... handout number two? Yes. <laughs> I read that and I was like, were we supposed to know this? Yeah, so <laughs> I must have forgotten all about this. <laughs> I must have forgotten all about this. But back when you guys uh, found York's stuff, you found an amulet of natural armor with in a package labeled Children of Stone. This handout would have been with that, and it gives a little bit of context. I must have completely forgotten to hand it out at the time. I don't know if one of you wants to read it or everybody can read it on their own. Um, we should have someone read it. <laughs> Whoever wants to. I guess um, Theros would not volunteer, but if somebody asked him to, he'd do it. <laughs> sure. Someone in their voice, just so that it's kind of cool. Salutations, children of stone. 
My emissary approaches you as a sign of respect, but by now you have seen my soldiers move unchecked across this green and fertile land. The Iron Fang Legion means to make all of Nirmathus a home to those the humans would hunt, and turn those same humans into our servants and prey. You would be wise to join our alliance. There is no room for neutral parties when war is all around you, and only one side in this conflict will offer you strength and shelter. As a sign of the protection of the lead that the Legion offers, kindly accept this token of my generosity. Take your time in making your decision, but I trust you will come to the conclusion that provides your small and vulnerable tribe a future. Kindest regards, generous General Azersi. Yes. And uh, do any of you read? Do any of you um, speak Goblin or read Goblin? Yeah, boy. As of um, level three, you would uh, you would be able to translate the the name Azersi. Uh, if you were to kind of translate that into Goblin, it's it it basically means Aza the Immortal. It's so like it's a name with a title as part of the name. Zarsi mm-hmm. the Immortal, Aza the Immortal, but ah, it, right. it's written out as Azarsi. So that is something that you guys would have found with York alongside that amulet and the package. So does anyone know yeah. who the Children of the Stone are? Uh, are we doing this like retroactively in the past or yes. okay? Uh, so you can roll a knowledge local, not geography, correct? Then no, same, same, not for me. Yes, you'd be rolling a knowledge about the creatures or people of the area, not of the area's features itself. So if nobody has knowledge local, then you're not sure. We could ask Auburn about it, though. Yep. You can ask her. She would say, I'm I'm not familiar with uh, the uh, Children of Stone by name, but uh, given the context of this letter, it's... I mean, they could be talking... I know know there's there's a tribe of troglodytes in the forest that they only really show up once or twice a generation, to be honest. I've never seen them myself, but I know they're deeper into the Fangwood a little bit, but uh, I maybe they're talking about them? I mean, they live in caves. Uh, that's the best guess that I have. I, I don't know of anything by Children of Stone specifically, I'm sorry, but that's my best guess. And the map that we found with York had those caves marked Children of Stone, right? Yes. Oh. It checks out. Lizard people? Are troglodytes lizard people? Yeah, kinda. Kinda. Oh. And troglodytes are gross, aren't they? Yeah, kinda. (laughs) (laughs) Huh. Yeah, kinda. (laughs) But uh, without a knowledge local, you can't identify anything about them. So that's all I'll say. See, that's where a knowledge local is kind of crappy. It's like people that grew up in the area, but their class doesn't give them knowledge local, so they don't know stuff about the area. It's kind of, kind of sucky. There's but. plenty of ways of getting knowledge local outside of a class. 
Yeah, but I've heard other GMs kind of say they play knowledge local in different ways just because it can kind of, I don't know, hinder the characters. But yeah, uh, well, I've done that before. But in this case, given the fact that, like she said, they only appear every like other generation or whatever, they're not common enough that I would just give it away to somebody without knowledge local. Yeah, no, I I'm totally on board with this case. It's just that none of us have knowledge local as a class skill, but like two of us have grown up in this area. One of us has been here for a couple of years. Like it just wouldn't make sense that you would know something, but not necessarily though. Yeah. It's just one of those things. Fanglet's pretty big, I guess. And if it sounds like like Auburn said that they don't show up very often. No. Yeah. No, specifically with this, it makes sense. It it does. It's just with anything else. Well, that's fair. (laughs) So it is the morning of this is the seventh day. This is the the end of the first week. Uh, it is the morning. Uh, you guys have the whole day ahead of you. Uh, I think we've accomplished all of the other things that we were going to do. What are your plans? Quick question: Wait, Are we filled on health? What do we do? you mean the twenty seventh? This is the beginning of the I believe the seventh day of the campaign. Oh. Because yesterday was the sixth round of refugee actions, right? So yeah. it would be like the eighth. So it could be the eighth day of the campaign because the first day was in Feindar. Real quick. Um, first thing in the morning after he's done um, picking up all the bellwire traps, he's going to make a bit of a detour. Uh, do we have a weapon stash here at all in any capacity? We do. He's gonna look it over. How many weapons do we have and of what types? In brief summary. Oh, we have whichever ones we found and provided, right? Like, we don't actually have, like, extra weapons. You only have the things that you found and wanted to take with you, which I think is a very limited number of, of items. I have not gotten rid of anything on the sheet. So everything we found has been labeled in camp on the sheet. Okay. Would we be at full health by the morning? Like, would uh, people heal us up or do we? Need yeah, to... sure. Yeah. Okay. I don't know. Okay. 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 Auburn could channel if needed. Well, too. We also, are we now leveled? Yes. Would you like us to roll our fortitude saves? I want to know what you guys are going to do first. Okay. Because uh, it's like if you guys are immediately planning on going and doing a specific thing, then I might hold off because you wouldn't technically have to make the roll until later. But I guess it wouldn't really matter because you're still taking the penalties, whether they're temporary or permanent. So I guess actually it, it doesn't matter if we roll now. It doesn't matter to me either. So we'll follow your roll. Yeah, sure. We can. You tell sure, us. we can roll now and just get oh. it out of the way. Oh, um, real quick. Yes. Would um, the Aegis of? No. <laughs> okay. Nope. <laughs> uh, I had to look that up myself because I figured that might come up, <laughs> and uh, no. Well, 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 and Sarah, I do not know what that is. It says it's magic, but I'm not entirely sure what I that don't, is. I don't know what it is. It's 150 um, gold. I don't want to click no this idea. fortitude button. It just says 6Y7. I have no yeah, idea. Yeah, it's, it's like somebody, maybe I over 
wrote it with something that we were typing, and I don't remember what was on there. Of course. So I'll just get rid this of it. This is just, is this just a, a uh, would this be a fortitude save, Jason? Yes. Um, it's not calculated, I don't think, automatically into my rolling system, but my resilient trait gives me a plus one to, uh, plus one trait bonus on fortitude saves. It should be calculated in there because I looked at that. Um, it should if be. You, if you go to your main tab mm-hmm. and then click the little gear by the yeah. fort, uh, in the miscellaneous, it says two, and one okay. of those is your trait. The other one is the cloak. Okay, cool. So it is added nice. in there. Well, that's easy then. Um, however, what is not added is the fact that you're all taking a minus one penalty because of the temporary negative level that you have. Mm. So what we can do is we'll just have you guys roll and the result will just subtract one to the final result. And that should be accurate with everybody, I believe. Who wants to roll first? First up, is anybody going to be using a hero point on these rolls or does anybody feel risky? No, I will be using a hero point. Same. I have two, Indeed. so I guess I'll just use one. <laughs> okay. So, let's have Oren go first. So you make two fortitude saves. There you are. Holy oh. crap. Ooh, look I'm curious at that. what the second one would have been. Look at that dwarf go! Oh. Oh second one would have failed. Oh um, so you are able to remove your temporary negative level. I am clean! Good luck, you guys. Can, you can feel your drained energy return and uh, you're, you're fine. Okay. Next off, we will go to Theros. Uh, oh wow yeah <laughs> there it is oh, wow man would the second one have also succeeded let's find out yes yeah. Yeah. <laughs> wow oh, man i think so, this is where the luck runs out come on buddy you got this you've got this so theros you're fine oh <gasps> no! i don't know. Oh, boy. oh my god. Oh. <sighs> Is that enough? That's gotta be enough. That's I enough, don't know. Right? I don't know. If it's a that. DC if it's higher than a DC twenty four to save, then I quit playing this game right now. Anybody wanna Everybody place bets on what the DC is. I want I want everybody to make a guess. I want I want eighteen. No. I'm gonna say twelve. Yeah, right. It's so high. 16. I'm guessing 16. I think it's such a high DC. 19. Okay. Only one white. I mean, how powerful are they? Oh, we're level 2. If you think about it, to throw that character or that creature at us at level 2 and then give us a DC 24 to right. would be nuts. I'm going so? 16. Okay. So it was a DC 14. Okay. Oh. <sighs> so most of you had about a 50-50, a little better than 50-50 shot. That advantage was very necessary. Oh, for, yeah. Yeah, for you, yeah. it was. <laughs> and Oren. 
just for context, if you hadn't used a hero point and failed that, you'd have a negative level for most of the rest. Extraordinarily long time yeah. because you wouldn't be able to get rid of it until Orin was like seventh level. And there's not going to be a priest that we'd run to in the way that we could even barter to get it cast on me. No. Do do Justin and I then not use hero points, or does like assigning it to that just in case no. it counted? Yeah, so the way it works is that if you decide, I want to use a hero point on this roll, so you, you decide to use the hero point prior to the roll. Okay, that's what I thought I was right. understanding. I just yeah. want clarification. Yeah, it's one of those Not, things where it's like, this is a very important roll. I want the insurance of having advantage. And if we were rolling like actual dice, if we were all around at the same table, you could like pick up 2d20s and roll them at once, but you can't really do that on yeah roll 20. So We're all okay then. Yeah, you all <sighs> managed to shrug off this negative energy and you have wow. the day before you all right let's go fight it again <laughs> <laughs> yeah we're level three now <laughs> oh, i got concentrate ready let's do this and a 19 ac i'm feeling you take that back you take me back to that shack he's going down i want that boot I need that speed. I will stand 50 feet away and just shoot arrows. <laughs> <laughs> Does it do drain energy if he hits you with a ranged attack? Uh, Does he have... Well, I guess he has a bow. I want to say probably not. Yeah. Huh. I think it's only on his slam. Oh, you mean, you, mean Josh, you want we, uh, to say yes, he does, but you have to say no, he doesn't. <laughs> yeah. Josh, we had a brilliant plan um, that involved your character yes. where we wanted to go back to the shack because we think that the other boot is in the shack since it's the treasure cabin. So yeah. we were going to give you the potion of pass without a trace and invisibility. And since you have the highest stealth, we were like just going to send you in. And scout out and see oh. if there's any treasure in there, and then cast silence on you. Yeah, well. cast silence on you, so you wouldn't make any noise. And yeah. now you already can't be tracked because you're in the forest. So this is a foolproof plan, bud. Foolproof. So you basically have to do it. Absolutely foolproof. By and that now we logic, already know yeah. he leaves. He leaves <laughs> the cabin at some points. So I mean, we just have to pick a point when he's not there. Just scout it out. Wait till he leaves. When jump he comes in there back tomorrow night. I'll engage him in conversation. <laughs> yeah, what happens when you steal from him and then he comes after us in the middle of the night again, though? Well, cross that bridge when we get to it. The dog eat dog world, Andrew. I don't got time for your moral conundrums about. Right. That's I not mean, a moral conundrum. Gonna... That's a. I don't want <laughs> us all to die conundrum. What's he going to do with one boot? I mean, he's not going to miss it. He already can't use right, it. Right? It don't matter. So, he don't uh, want us here. <laughs> for my morning, I bless some water. So I have one water skin of blessed water, of holy water now. Um, and then do my prayers and stuff. And then I'm going to scoot over to the links and nudge it. And okay. It. Prod it with a stick. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, so it is still at minus two. <sighs> I'm going to be talking with Aubryn. Okay, Aiden is going to be talking with Aubryn. Oren's going over to the Lynx. Theros, are you also going over with the Lynx? Yeah, I'm going to follow Oren. Okay. 
And Nayari is... Um, I'm going to go talk to Jet. Okay. So we will do the links first. So Orin and Theros, you go over to the links, uh, and you know that it is it is on the cusp of being brought back to consciousness. Maybe it maybe it gained one hit point over the night and is at minus one now. Um, maybe it did. <laughs> what are you gonna do? Um, use the uh, the instead. Now I'm gonna try the scroll of charm animals on it. Okay. And I'm going to give it one of my fancy new channel energies. Wait, okay. no. Use oh. the wand instead. Never mind. <laughs> Don't, let's not do that. Now that it's 2d6, use the wand. That's less okay. useful than a 2d6 heal. Can you treat deadly wounds again on it? You're dead. It'll take an hour. Oh. Yeah, and it can only benefit every 24 hours. It's only been like, what? Oh, yeah. I use six hours, seven charge. hours. Let's see. Roll. He's going to roll an eight on the die this time. Right. You do have a scroll too, by the way. Scroll of oh, okay. wounds. Oh, that's right. I forgot about that. At least it'll also be barely conscious if we if we heal yeah. it with three points, so we could knock it out again. <laughs> <laughs> we make it up and smack it. <laughs> <laughs> it gets aggressive, so we punch it until it's not. Well, hopefully the scroll of charm animal oh works. God. So. Yeah, this yeah. is Peta. Yeah, right. I, uh, I had rolled the will save when you had first attempted to do it before, so I'll carry the will save over. And you see, as it wakes up, its its eyes fly open, and you can see the uh, the manic, crazy madness in its eyes. But then a moment passes, and that kind of fades away, and it calms down. It looks at the two of you, and it seems like it is um, viewing you especially you Theros as like a very close friend it kind of just kind of slowly gets up and walks over to you and kind of like nudges your leg a little bit I had half a thought that it might not work if it was in fact a person he's like well Charmanable did work mm-hmm. how weird is that <laughs> so weird Let's see the duration of that's like what one hour per level so like- Three hours. Look at Theros and be like, "Well, can you talk to it?" He doesn't know much about druids. Uh, no, no idea what they're able to do. I do love cats, but I've never been able to speak with them. At least, not with them understanding anything I'm saying. Uh, you know, can I retroactively have prepared? Um, speak with animals spell and given we were thinking about figuring out the um I never prepared my spells for the day before we did this sure now I have to actually do work <laughs> <laughs> yeah what does a what cat we, sound like when it talks what are we doing <laughs> this is such a weird scenario <laughs> right <laughs> it's we're just both standing there like uh, what do we do now? Like, we this is a little too silly. <laughs> okay, yeah, yeah, okay. I I know how that spell works now. If you would like to have that be one of the spells that you prepared today, go ahead. Um, um, yeah, one second. I'm just making sure I have the rest of these spells so I don't have to cheat 
that out again. <laughs> uh, On a quick side note, guys, if one of us does die, I have gentle repose now where I can carry your body without it decaying, so... It's good to know. That's a plus. Good to you, know. You, you joke, but that actually is a very integral part to a body recovery service if you want yeah. to cast resurrection on yourself. Exactly. Or reincarnate. Just keep that gently reposed for years and years until we get high enough level to bring them back. To actually resurrect till I'm like, what? What level do I get resurrection? It's pretty high. Yeah. It's probably like ninth level or something. <laughs> So um, I was thinking in this world that has like high level clerics. I wonder if there are certain things like in towns as a general service, like one or two people are just brought back to life per year if they're prominent individuals or as a boon to small people. Because I mean, spells don't get wasted. You know, if you don't use them, they do. That's the only reason. You know. I feel like if it was so, a big enough city with like a temple district that they would mm, be able to do stuff like that. Like you yeah. could pay for that service if you had enough money. Well, it's kind of interesting to think of how it might affect the political structure, or like there might be guilds right. too that were like, "Hey, as a member of this clergy, you are required to do X amount of good deeds to the right. populace or whatever." Sure, that stuff would be set up in a world like this. It's kind of interesting. So. Uh, Theris would have, yeah, prepared that spell. Um, retroactively not having that conversation with Oren, he'd say, <laughs> Well, I do have a spell that might help me understand. I guess I'll give it a try. And uh, he'll conjure the spell. I don't know. What is it? What is this spell? Evoke spell? I don't remember. Anyway, he can he casts Speak with Animals. <laughs> okay. And um, says, Three minutes. You can talk to him. Kind of uh, or her. scratches the link behind the ear uh, uh, friendly and says, uh, Hello, my friend. I'm, I'm so sorry we hurt you the other day. What, what was going on? Are you all right? Um, I'm not going to give... You can give him like, a, like Morgana from Persona 5. Hey, I was going to say, I need a cat voice. Hey, go to sleep. <laughs> you know, like the the cat guy in Log Horizon. Oh, there you <laughs> yeah. go. I love yeah. that character. Uh, yeah, I'm not. Everything's uh, not, <laughs> everything's yeah. nyan at the end of whatever you say. You just say nyan. <laughs> nyan. Or you could make him like the super like the black cat in uh, what's it? Um, You're lying, April. It's just straight man, it's just like a normal businessman kind of voice. <laughs> or the American dub for um, ghost stories. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, so you had asked, uh, you know, what was going on and, and, and whatnot. And uh, it replies and says, I was protecting my master. So the white is your master? No. And yes. Do you approve of this relationship with the white? He was my master. Oh, I see. Is there anything we can do to help you or him? I do not know. I hunt for him. I, I bring him small animals 
to eat, but he does not eat them. And you can you can recall that when you entered the cabin, you saw the bones of small animals all over the place. Yeah. What was the deer for then? How did you get hurt? You were injured when we saw you yesterday. Uh, it was not injured until you guys uh, attacked it, was, it. It was just crazed. Okay. It was, it was just crazy. Yeah, and maimed. Gotcha. Um, one second, I gotta get the music back up again here. Uh, <sighs> so I guess, uh, yeah, he'll re- re- repeat the question. Is there anything we can do to help you or your master? I do not know. Um, what am I hearing? Just meow, 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 meow. Basically, we're hearing a series <laughs> the of... ghost and the cat are just like, meowing at each other. Purring or, or non-verbal <laughs> movements. Theros uh, is purring? I don't like what I'm witnessing. I don't think my god would like this. <laughs> my god is witchcraft. <laughs> uh, well, Theros, again, will apologize for... Um, hurting him and we were worried about him um you were you seemed frightened yesterday was that because of us i i was not frightened has anyone else been through here other than us and your master there were small creatures that came and left but none like you probably the mites he's probably talking about the mites um Theris will uh turn aside to Orin and and say apparently this beast is a is the pet of that white I don't think he understands that the white is undead now. He just continues to serve his master even unto death. I don't think it means us any harm on its own. It was just seeking to protect its master. What do you think we should do with it? I did remember to say this in common, not in cat. (laughs) I'm like, why are you purring at me? (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> this is getting weird. Um, I, I don't know. I, we, we could use more information. If, if it knows anything about the area. I mean, we, we're lost. We Hanging on by a thread. Anything would help. <sighs> I guess I'll then turn back to the the links and ask it, you know, do you travel far from here or do you spend most of your time in this area? I spend most of my time in this area. We used to go further, but then we stopped. Orin, can you grab Nyari and Ida and I? 
I think that they need to be a part of this, understanding where we need to go from here. I think we should ret we should let him go back to his master. I, I'll go and find Hari and Aiden and just tell them. Tree boy's talking to a cat. <laughs> Giant purple head creature. <laughs> like Orin's out of his element here. He doesn't live in the woods. <laughs> There's a druid purring at a cat, and somehow he's learning things. I don't. Is, okay. I, I'm City. sure Nayari would jump at the chance of, to talk to have be able to talk to this cat. So she's <laughs> probably going to be hightailing it over. What's Aiden going to do? Well, during my section, I was going to say, in this case, it'll be while he's walking over there. Uh, somewhere in Aiden's head, he's trying to remember his time in the temple. And I'm sure he knows of Phrasma. And I know that he probably understands the basics of undeath and that it's, you know, vile and an abomination. He probably falls in line with Phrasma and Dogma on it, that they're just irredeemable and defying her will, you know, that kind of thing. Uh, but I want to roll a knowledge check to infer maybe not any more qualities about the white, but what should be done, like as far as proper religious procedure is, if one's to encounter uh, an undead or to lay them to rest, or if there's some kind of, you know, something, you know, to do a, a cheat code <laughs> to, to make him be just dead again kind of thing. Um, I don't think there is anything mechanically, but he is just going to roll to see if anything useful is conjured back after a day of reflecting on it instead of just identifying the creature, trying to gain a clearer understanding, you know? Sure, go ahead and roll a knowledge religion. Mm -hmm. And I would take 20 if I had a library, but uh, we're in the forest, so can't do that. There are many pre-books in the woods. Okay, so um, first off, there's probably next to zero uh, religious um, uh, training or education mm -hmm. for Phrasma in Nirmathus and gotcha. Shandar. Uh, like, probably none at all. Uh, they worship, like, Desna, Gozra, Erastal, and whatnot, but they probably have... Like, like Father Nolan was the pretty much the only cleric in Feindar, and he was a worshiper of Arastal. Gotcha. Um, so there's probably no nothing you'd know about that. You would know that in near Mathis, or at least in in Feindar, like undead are rare. But if they were ever encountered, basically people either just run away or kill them. That's about as complicated as dealing with undead gets in Nirmathus. Right. There's no <laughs> nothing else that goes on. What's Torog's view on, on a white? Um, awful good and I d I don't know what is a what is a white? Is there are they evil? Yeah. They yeah, all undead are evil, so any good deity probably is not going to look fondly upon them. <laughs> yeah. But uh, yeah, by the time that the others get to this, uh, there's probably only like 30 seconds left on the spell. Oh, really? It'd take them hours? Because it's only, well, it's only three oh, minutes, right? Three minutes. Three hours. No, three speak minutes. With animals, speak with animals is only minutes per level, right? Yep. Is that hours Charm per level? animal is hours per level. Was it? Yep. Yep. 
Oh, yep. I was like remembering the charm animal. Yep. Okay. So yeah, that spell is not gonna really last. Okay. Not long enough for us to talk or join in the scene, but enough for the tail end of it. Probably, yeah. And what I, I will say, so basically, this animal doesn't have a lot of information. It it can speak with you, but it has the intelligence of an animal. Uh, so it doesn't it doesn't have, you know, like educated responses to things. But if you're asking it questions about its master and whatnot, it would basically tell you that one day. So it its master and it would often go out together hunting or whatever. One day the master went out for a bit on his own. Sometimes they would go separately. It's fine. Uh, one day he went out and then he didn't come back. And so the lynx searched for him for a while and never found him and returned to the cabin. And maybe two or so days passed, he never came back. But eventually he did. But when he came back, he was different. And slowly over time, it was just like the bond they had started to deteriorate. It started to corrupt in a sense. And you would be able to infer that this creature being somewhat bonded to an undead, the the shift between what the creature knew before and knows now and the fact that it is undead is just slowly drove the creature mad mm. in a sense and Theros you know you have a bond with Volus you get the sense it might have been a similar bond and you're kind of imagining what Volus would end up as oh. if you had that same kind of situation happen to you that's so sad that's heartbreaking that's I guess the only way to free it then would would be to kill the why wouldn't it I imagine that's probably the only thing that we could do to help it potentially yeah mm-hmm. you would know that it's not like permanently bound to the white it's just that it was spending all its time around the white trying to like interact with it and just over time it kind of corrupted its mind gotcha well, I, I kind of wanted to let it go and tell it to get out of here, but to can be, also say if it wants free. to join us. It's it, the charm animal thing is only going to last a few hours. I don't think it's going to be enough to turn its nature entirely. You could have a wild empathy conversation with it, try to get something more permanent as far as its relation to you. Is Just that, like a is that person. possible? You can roll wild empathy to try to improve its attitude. Yeah, of course. And you'll have a bonus now because it's currently friendly towards you. What do I have to roll to uh, 1d20? And Yeah, Wild Empathy says 1d20 plus your level plus your charisma. If I get I... on the very tail end of this, can I aid? Uh, sure. Don't have I don't any know charisma if it would be eight modifiers. If you do your own. Mm, yeah, that's true. Who knows? So it would be d20 plus 3. Yeah, I think that's probably what it is. Because I don't have any charisma modifier. Yes. Um. All right. So I guess I'll I'll try to uh, empathize with the creature and hopefully sway it enough so that it will leave the bonds of its former master. So add three to this for mine. So I aid. Add three or two. 
I think it's your level. Yep. So oh, you oh oh you weren't saying add three from the aid. You were saying add three to your roll. Yeah, I see. I, I, it clearly aided. So I was okay. 20, twenty-two to improve its attitude. Yep, that's enough that uh, you are able to improve its attitude a bit towards you, and you get the sense that now that it has kind of put some distance and it's kind of been temporarily broken out of its madness, that it's not like immediately going to go mad as soon as the spell ends. Um, but you also get the sense that it probably is going to go back to its master if you let it go, and eventually it's probably just going to go mad again. All right. Well, then I'll I will communicate all that with with the party, and uh, you know, this creature, if it returns to its master, will just return to the state that it was before we met it. Do you have any uh, thoughts on what we should do? I would hate for it to reach that point again, but we can't really afford to take it with us. Nayari, I know you have a heart for animals. What are your thoughts here? I do, but at this point we have done for it what we can. We have uh, healed it back to consciousness. Um, If the white were not involved, I would say it would be fine, just let it go, but we cannot afford to go back and face that thing. You all were very lucky that all you escaped with was seemingly temporary damage. I I don't I don't want to face that thing again if we can help it. I'm inclined to agree. Niati. We agree. I saw him last night after you all had gone to bed again. I think it is best if we just leave him alone. And I'm sorry for what that does for the lynx. And he hushes his tone. But we've lost one already. Zeph. Zeph died. I can't take a chance. We move, and we should make haste. I will talk to Auburn quickly. Yes, we will We will work on getting everyone together while you speak with Auburn. Okay. Oh, you are going to say something? Well, I was just going to say that um, I've been looking over this message that we got from uh, the, the Rangers readout, And it seems to be a mixture of, um, there are some of my native tongue have it in there, and I was able to kind of decipher some of the words that came from it. Um, I did recognize one of the words it mentions, Fort Trevale. And I'm wondering, you know, we were looking, I know Auburn was looking for uh, where the uh, Chernosardo Rangers may have been within the Fangwood. It sounds like they're mobilizing to go to this Fort Trevale, wherever that is. Do I know of that or where it is? No. What's this down here? Not even going to give you a roll on that. I knew you weren't going to. This? Oh, this? That is the Goblin Tribe. 
Oh. Oh. Well, don't want to go there. Goblin tribe. Or maybe we do. Let's go kill him. So I don't know if we can take this information to Auburn, if she might know what Fort Trevale is, but other than that, I have no idea. Uh, I will ask her while I'm there. Yeah. Okay. And he'll take so, the Yep, yeah, we will skip over to you and Auburn then. Uh, I'm assuming he's able to pull her aside again and get yep. just the two of them alone. Yep. <sighs> Aubryn, I trust your judgment, but it has been a day now, and I wonder, uh, people will notice Zeph. When should we tell them? I, I will handle that. I will let them know. Uh, they will find out today. Uh, perhaps later on, I'm, I'm not sure, but I'll let them know. I don't know a lot of things, Oprin, but I am inclined to think it would be better if they heard it from us than if they found out on their own. She kind of looks at you, and she's thinking, and you can tell that she's very conflicted about it. I didn't... If, if you want to tell them, I won't stop you, but they aren't going to react well. I don't know who is best. But there is no use keeping it in the dark. These people, they can't defend themselves. I, I have come to learn that. Zeph died without even being able to put up a fight or, or, or say or do anything. And I, I'm beginning to realize that as great as the four of us are and, and the other warriors in camp, we won't always be around, even if we are now. That, that has been on my mind. I I agree. It's not a lot of them are able to to fight. They've not been trained. I'm starting to feel a little bit better myself, but yeah, I don't know how much I'll be able to do even even more than what you've already been doing. It's definitely a difficult situation. And he's kind of he knows that he's reaching. Uh... Is there anyone who can train them? I mean, you taught me to use a bow and how to survive in the Fangwood. Maybe we teach them how to fight so that we are not always running. But maybe in time, we all fight back. I think that's a wonderful idea, Aiden. But again, we're, we're in no position to do that. We have no place to train them. We're barely hanging on getting supplies for ourselves at the moment. We've no time to do that. We need to find a place to set up a shelter. We need to find an area that we can hold our own, and then we can focus on getting supplies. And once we focused on having a steady stream of supplies, then we could probably begin to train them. But that's a few steps away still. 
Then we have to get there uh, as soon as possible. What oh. about what about the cabin? I know that you uh, you went there and you came back. I haven't heard what happened. I went I went to sleep. I think before you returned. What about the cabin? We were talking that was a good that was a good idea. It's right nearby. Uh, as he's as she's talking, he's pulling out the the letter from uh, Niari. Uh, you mean the hunter's cabin that we haven't gone to yet? No, that you guys were just at the hunter's cabin. Oh, that's the one. That's literally the hunter's cabin. You're right on top of the hunter's cabin that you guys were talking about for the longest time. Got you, 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 got you. That's why she's asking. She's like, we're right there. We were moving in that direction. We're here. Like, what did you guys find? Is it, is it going to, is it still there? Is it going to work? I do not know about that, Aubrey. We encountered a, a white there. And we were wondering some. He's trying to figure out how to say it because he disagrees with Niari. He thinks they should fight, but not everyone's on the same board. So uh, we decided as a group that it would be best to maybe press further into the Fangwood. Uh, they already got Gristle down, and we're worried that this is not far enough. Not to mention, uh, the White is quite powerful, and they do not think that we can face him. Well, I, if that is what you all decide, I, I won't argue with you. You're, you four are the ones that are in the position to be making these decisions, but I don't know where else we'll go. Uh, further into the forest is fine, but I don't know of any other place that we could go. Well, maybe we will find one. Uh, this might be relevant too. Uh, do you remember the, uh, the cipher? I had you look over earlier. Uh, yes, yes, I remember. Niari actually figured some of it out, and uh, between the all of us, I, I think we've pieced it together. And he hands her the ciphered note now, now decrypted. Have you ever heard of that place? If that is the right name. I I've heard of it, yes, but I've never been there. I I don't know where it is. I haven't a clue. I didn't spend my time training at that fort. I, I, I don't know where it is, but I've heard of it. I know it exists somewhere, but if it does exist, I can't imagine it's nearby. It's it's far into the Fangwood. I, I know that we are looking for a place to, to set up camp. I just... Gristledown was safe. At least in my mind. That is not too far from here. Far from Fangwood. Or Fangdar. Is here? Is, is anywhere in the forest far enough? What do you think? I think it's just a matter of time. I think no matter how far we go in, eventually they might find us again. Again, I don't know their plans. I don't know how far into the Fangwood they want to go. I don't know what their business is in the Fangwood. If, if all they're doing is looking for us, then maybe after a while they'll give up and go back. We have learned maybe. of that too, retroactively. I'm not sure if you're aware or not. <laughs> you, 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 
<laughs> you, you might you might have this information already. If not, I'll tell you now. <laughs> oh yes. Yes, that's information. Yes. <laughs> it's the vital information about the children of stone. Yes, I, I do remember that information. Yes, yes, yes. So, so you filled her in on it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you you'd be aware of the fact that they are coming into the forest. And they've talked to the tribe there. They're mobilizing allies in the Fangwood. Well, the Fangwood is large and just because they have found a few trails doesn't mean they know everything in here. There's places I'm sure you've been to a lot of places already and you haven't run into them everywhere you go. Maybe they're staying to the outskirts there. Gristledown was right near the, the edge. I don't know that they'd find us right away, but I don't know again. And with Zeph, he died on watch and we were at camp unprotected. I don't know, maybe if we had a place that was less exposed than just setting up random camps out here in the middle of nowhere, maybe we'd have, we'd be safer. I don't know. But it certainly doesn't help that we're out here like this. I, I will talk to the others and we will find out what to do then. But I don't know, Abrin. It feels like no matter what we do, we lose. We haven't lost yet, Aiden. I know it's... I know it feels like we're constantly losing, but... We haven't quite lost yet. I will bring us a victory. And he'll leave. Okay. And while that was going on, Nayara, you were talking to Jet. Mm-hmm. Um, we don't have to role play it. She just basically wants to get an idea of where we stand with provisions because Jet had made the comment uh, the day before or two days ago that they were getting low on provisions. We brought some back, but there are a lot of people in the camp and she's starting to get concerned about the food yeah, situation. So, so Jet will basically make you aware that at the average rate that you have been going this past week, you'll make it, assuming things stay the same, you'll make it another two days before you completely run out. Because you have 11 and you're usually hovering around five to seven losses per day. Sometimes you roll really well, sometimes you don't roll as well. So on average, about two days. Unless probably. more of us die. <laughs> yes. Yeah. We could so. always eat the links. How many provision points is a lynx? I'm pretty sure Nairi's going to draw the line there. Oh, yeah. Did we just decide to let the lynx go? It might be a mercy killing, though. It's just going to go crazy again. Yeah, I think we did decide to let it go. Yeah, it's gone. Yeah. Okay, so... We are stuck between a rock and a white place. if, If we go fight the white... I can take an, a negative level and more than likely be fine. But only one. Alright. So, first of all, Josh, I love you all. <laughs> uh, but then Aiden will also say in characters. 
I am not about to do anything unless we are all on the same page about what we aim to accomplish and what we aim to do. If we can act as one, then I will move. We will move. But we have to be prepared. I don't want to face that white. I, honestly, I am scared. But I told Theros the other day, and I've told you all, I'm tired of running. But moreover, I, I can't abandon people again. And so I don't know what is best. I am not smart. I, I am not particularly wise. And I'm young. And for a moment, we have to act together. And Theros, you know, a storm is coming. In every sense of it. And we're not prepared to weather that. Not any of us. And so we have to make ourselves ready. <laughs> that's that's all I have to say on this. I, I leave the decision in your hands. And what I have said in the past is always true. I will follow you. May the gods be with us. And that's it. That's all I, Josh, or Aiden will say. Whatever y'all decide, he will do. You just gotta make a decision. There's yeah. a lot of options. None of them are great. No, literally all of them are awful. Do you realize that, Jace? Like, they're yeah, all no. bad. It's just one of the things. You've got to pick one. You want to just take it to a vote? Out of character vote? Probably. Might. You guys are taking a long time to make a decision. Yeah. I'm, gonna, well, I'm I mean, counting the down on hexes. The decision is we're going to fight the white. Yeah, that's the decision. We're going to fight the white. It's just a matter of how are we going to do it. Right. So basically, we're going to come up on this cabin. Um, I want to watch it for a little while, so I don't know how much time you're going to have ruled past as we were making a decision, but I kind of want to like see it from a distance if the white goes in and out at different points. Okay, so I'll say that uh, all of the role-play and discussion and everything that's gone on so far, two hours have passed. Um, that's fair. So you, you guys returned to the cabin at... We'll say 10 o'clock. In the morning? Yes. Yeah. We're doing this with the uh, reduced level. Cool. We have to. The storm's coming in the afternoon. And we fought him in it. Better be like a hurricane. (laughs) It better better blow the tents away. Just a slight breeze. Yeah, right. Like, All the animals are seeking shelter. Like, what is wrong with these animals? They're pansies. This, this better not be rain. You know what? The storm better be so bad that it actually blows up this uh, cabin that we're in. It's just like a tree comes hurling by and rips it apart. I mean, all the animals are reacting to it pretty heavily. I don't think that's that's nothing. <laughs> I, I agree with that. <sighs> so how long do you want to watch the cabin? It's 10 o'clock now. How long do you want to watch it? What do you guys think? Uh, maybe half hour. Mm. Okay. You don't want to pass. Half hour too goes much by. Time. No change. The uh, the door is closed. Uh, you do not see the white anywhere. Uh, you do not 
see. Actually, you might see the links. Oh, sure. No. Let me get that out here. Do you have another calm animal, Andrew? We have another scroll of charm animal. Is that on the right layer? It should be on the right layer. Yeah. It's yeah. It's uh, over there. You can see that it's just laying down. It's just kind of napping. Okay. I will... <clears throat> 10.30. I'm going to drink a potion of Pass Without a Trace. Okay. Not that it's really going to make a difference, but it will last an hour. Okay. Um... This is such a stupid idea. <laughs> um, I will get close enough because this invisibility well, is not going to last very long. Yeah, I would say before um, you before you get going and before you drink the invisibility, um, Aiden will kind of get your attention and maybe grab your hand before you go to drink or something. And look you right in the eye. It is okay. To run. If it gets too much. And he'll look to his companions. We know what we've gotten ourselves into. You have Ilika. And Theros. You have your father. I have Oprin, but she'll be fine. And Orin, I don't mean to speak on your behalf, but I doubt you have anyone here. To be honest, I'm thankful you're here now. Be safe, Niari. Right. Okay, so you took a potion to pass without a trace. Yep. We, now what? Um, I'm going to... I have to be careful because the potion of invisibility, I don't know. It's a second level spell, so that means it's three minutes? Yes. Okay. Um... So, quick question. I have Sanctuary prepared. Would... It's a round thing, so can it only be used once combat's initiated, or could I put Sanctuary on her now? You can do it now, but... It, it won't do anything, though, because as soon as I attack, it dispels. Yeah. So it's... If oh. I can get a surprise round, it's... Yeah, it's probably not gonna... Before help. any of them move to uh, Theros, would ask, you know, should I attempt to calm... The Lynx again. I don't want to get into another fight with it. Maybe it wouldn't hurt. Does Niari have the whistle? Or anything? Mm-mm. I'd really rather f fight him out in the open and not in there. Same. <sighs> well, I'm gonna just hit him once and then run out. And hope that he comes. So, yeah. All right, so basically, I'm gonna just we're, we're gonna just stop playing here. I'm going to um, take a potion of invisibility, and I'm go I'm gonna apply an oil of magic weapon to my weapon, which I think that still stacks with masterwork. Uh, it doesn't what stack to attack. What, what was that, Jason? It would not stack to your attack, but it right, would but the give damage. you one to hit. Yeah. Okay. The, the damage. Yeah. And do you remember about the booby traps and the bear uh, thing? The the, the door was booby-trapped. And right. there's 
And there's bear traps all around it. Yep. Yep. So how are you going to get in there without setting off the trap? Oh you my wanna, gosh. I don't you know. You want to take 20 after you took that invisibility buff? No. I do not. You want to spend some time to take 20? <laughs> You're evil, Jason. That's You're so mean. <laughs> oh, hopefully it doesn't take three minutes to take 20 across that unless distance. we Unless we all want to get up to the door first. Well, I think Somebody what Josh else. was saying is if you took the invisibility potion and then we lured it out here, then you'd still be able to do the attack without it seeing. You'd still get the surprise round because it doesn't see you. Did we charm the lynx? No, not yet. I, I was waiting to know how I should do that mechanically. All right, here. Let's figure this out. I would like um, to be here or here when the white comes out so I can hit him. With a ready to action, so everyone else should consider your position and what you want to be doing, so that we can do it. And then we'll we should probably charm charm the links right away. It'll it, that charm should last a couple hours, right? Yeah, it'll last an hour. Yeah, an hour. Okay. Um, that would give us plenty of time to not have it bother us. As- <laughs> Alright, so we'll wait on that until we're ready to go because if that charm fails, then we gotta fight him and the situation changes. So we'll wait for your initiative on that. Um, Niari will get ready to go. Um, I'll get set up for a potential charge. Um, Actually, then, if Niari, you don't mind switching spots with me. That way um, I can kind of quickly move here and maybe line up a charge if it goes south, else I'm going to go ahead and book it. Um, well, not book it, but stealth over after some time has passed to here. <sighs> but I'm going to wait wait for Niari. And Oren, what are you doing then? I'm going to wait right here. And then once once we, once we engage, I mean, first thing I'm going to do is consecrate wherever he's at. And we're gonna have to try and keep him within that twenty foot radius. Could we try luring him out by just yelling to him? Like after Nayari's in position, potentially just yelling, you know, you know, white, we've come back. Or something like that. Certainly can try. He might double down and not come out. I mean last time we were in here. And he, like, didn't even really do anything. Last time, yeah, he just stood there and we Gosh. fought the links out like, here. The door trap anything. went off and he was yeah. just standing over here facing the wall. So I don't right. know if he's going to aggro it. Yeah, that's true. I think that's true. Yeah. So, yeah. Oh, my gosh. I, I literally am sick to my stomach right now. This <laughs> is so risky. This is so bad. So jank. Yeah. Yep. Okay. Make this is move. bad. Okay. Let's do it. All right. So uh, I need so, to roll for, or well, I guess you would have to roll the um, the save on this links, yep. Jason. Already did. Would we know if he's charmed? Uh, if we're going round by round, you would not yet know. Okay. 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 It's so, just kind of napping over there, so it's not made any different movement. Is there Nayari, any any way to get through since I know this door is trapped to get it to set off without hitting me, or is it just I have to roll oh. perception and hope that I first off rolling just to get to there? Because the bear traps. traps. Yeah, 
You have to get a perception and notice the bear traps. Yep. And this is where the plan's just going to fail. Well, you might have advantage. I well, don't. I don't have good perception, so I'm going to get stuck in a bear trap, and then well, no, we're I was just, just not going like, to be able to do it. You know that they're to look for them is all I meant. So you might have like a circumstance, but with a seven, that's still pretty scary. I was going to give you a plus five. Yeah, that's what I was thinking in my head. Uh, the DC isn't super high, but with that roll, a plus five only makes it a 12, which is not enough. So as you're crossing this, you are actually being careful not to cross in the same position that Ida did before, but it seems that whatever trap Iden sprung has been reset and moved. And so as you're walking across, again, this knee-high grass makes it very difficult to see the ground. And as you're walking across, you do step into a bear trap. How does the lynx react if I take a five-foot step and take a look at it? Uh, well, first, this goes off. So it makes an attack roll against you. That is a 22 to hit, so the trap does hit you. You take... It's better that 22 was on the trap than from the white. (laughs) You take 11 points of damage. Statistically, I know that means nothing, but, you know. (laughs) And you are uh, trapped by this uh, bear trap. Uh, The lynx doesn't seem to... Well... uh, The lynx doesn't seem to move. It's still napping. Good kitty. Alright, um... And we all we all noticed that she sprung the trap? Oh yeah, you all hear it. Alright, um... I'm just gonna start slowly moving over and just gonna try to pry her loose. Uh, he'll need everyone's help, though. Alright, yeah. All of you can take 20 to aid and take 20 to uh, undo this. So you can either try to roll for it or take 20. What do you want to do? We got to roll for it. Remember 20, the, her the DC was pretty high, high before. You already you already drank the potion, right? Not Well, I wasn't going to drink the invisibility one oh, until okay. I got to the door, but yeah, I did. said that I did the other ones, which will just wear off. Right. Um, we'll so take we'll, two minutes to take 20. Yeah. She, she's not invisible yet, so we'll take our time you had passed without a trace is what you had used well and i had done the magic weapon that's the one that would wear off oh magic weapon's a big boon how long does it last minutes per level and it's not your spell so it'd be one minute yep yep so we can try rolling for it yeah well we can do mechanically what happens when you take 20 um you just keep rolling you know so we can hope for a nat 20, and then it'll be done, assuming that they can aid. Uh, I mean, at this point, it's not worth the magic weapon, because, like, I probably should have waited until I got to the door to do that one, too, but it's it's fine. It's only a plus one of damage, so I would say let's just take 20 so that we're not slogging down with rolls and stuff. Um, we'll just take 20 to get out of the bear trap, and then I'll probably just get stuck in another one up here, but it I is mean, what it is. So. I can't. We, we got the computer. I can just roll 10d20, and if any of them are a natural 20 along the way, it can be earlier. Else, we can assume we took 20, Jace. Um, well, if you're the one making the main check, yes. Yeah. Because I'll just need so, you know, so you've been in this trap before. I'll let you know it is DC 26 strength check. Right. So I need their Ooh. aid. Can we assume that we get their aid each roll or no? No. 
No, because you, you and I are the only ones with strength, so I'm not going to assume that they can aid you every time. Right, right, right. So That's okay. why we're just yeah. going to take 20 so I can get out of it. Yeah, it's going to take way okay. too long to roll yep. it all Two minutes go by. You get okay. you, you you get out of the trap. Okay. So then I'll keep moving. You just tell me where are traps where I have to perceive. I roll another perception or I just carry that one over? I'm just going to carry that one over. You can make it to the door now. I okay. also being careful of my steps am gonna follow slowly from behind. Okay. Um, once she gets to maybe about halfway through or whatever, I'll start making my way there. Uh, roll you two stealth checks. Question mark. Uh, your stealth checks? Yeah, three maybe. I can't remember. It was 60 at, feet. At, so what, at what point are you veering off? Because I was going to say, if you're following her footsteps, then you don't have to roll anything against any traps that might be hidden in the grass. But if you're veering off and going a different direction, I'm going to have you... No, I'll be step, stepping behind her till about where Orin is standing. And then I'm going to go that way. Okay, or, that's that's going to need a perception check. That's fine. Ah, that's rough. Okay. Oh yeah, he's. Uh, you can, I'm saying you can take twenty to find these traps. That's you true. might be able to do it with a take ten if you want to risk that. Um. It's just that the traps are hidden in the grass. You have to look for. I have them. a perception. Right, well, I'm. Of I'm 10. assuming that he is. Search like, for them. Well, I mean, he knows they're there, and he knows to look for them. Uh, maybe Theros and him, he suggests walking together and watching our steps as we go. Okay. You can both roll a perception check to see if you notice him. Mm. Okay. So, Aiden, you are about to step literally in one as soon as you go over here. Like, literally the moment you veer away from her path, you're about to step in one. And Theros sees it from behind you and points it out just in time for you to Ooh, not geez. fall prey to it. Like, I'm I'm talking literally the square after you stopped following her trail, you would have fallen into one. Okay. But you're fine. You're able to get over to where you're going. Theros is able with that role to point one out these traps. Step at a time. <laughs> uh, let me just measure the distance right here, real quick, make sure I'm where I want to be. I actually want to be Five feet further. <laughs> okay. Um, okay, yeah. Okay, so Nayari's up to the door. Aiden's over there. Uh, Theros and Oren, are you guys where you want to be? Yep. Okay. Um, yeah, I think maybe something Is like... Volus where you want him to be? Yeah, okay. Maybe Volus be right, right there. Okay. And uh, Nayari, what are you doing? Well, I guess it depends. Do I still roll perception on the door knowing that it's probably trapped, or do I just have to hope for the best? I will say, given the nature of this trap, since you know it is attached to the door, this is one that you'd be able to avoid just by nature of knowing that it is there. It's not like it moved to a different door or something. Okay. So you can open the door... And kind of step to the side. The arrow flies straight out, hits Aiden. Okay. <laughs> because Aiden is right in way of the of the door. Yeah, no. you're cute. No. Um, yeah, you're able to... I'll let you just avoid that trap. Mm -hmm. Okay. 
Then I will drink the potion of invisibility and I'm going to walk inside the house. Oh, he, okay. He knows about it too, so he'll respectively be able to move out of the way. If Show me where you're walking. If this guy's not in here, then we just. He walks up behind us like. Yeah. <laughs> if, he's, if he's not in here, I'll, I'll have said this. If he's not in here, we get everyone. We hold it down. We we defend this as if siege. Okay, well it doesn't oh, matter. He's there. We're only so. a stealth check. <laughs> a spell check. A stealth check. A stealth check. I was like, it's spellcraft. Is that an illusion? Like, don't forget the bonuses for invisibility Ooh. and whatever else you have going for you. Which I think is a plus ten. And his back's turned. If you're moving, invisibility gives you a plus twenty. Okay. So that gives you a thirty-four. Thirty-four. Yes. Okay. Plus, you said you cast silence or no? No. no. Okay. Okay, so a thirty-four will narrowly beat his twenty-nine. <laughs> this is terrible. Then but I'll. I will say, as you're walking in, you see that he is facing directly towards you, because he heard again the bow go off. This time, he he's more. This just happened yesterday, so he is hey, facing right, directly right. towards you as he walks in. It doesn't look like he knows you're there necessarily, but he's facing the doorway this time. Wait, why did you move me back? I was just because the wind. Yeah, the situation changed. I wasn't sure if he would still move since you knew he was nope, looking she, that way. She can choose to still move. I'm just letting you know that he's facing that way. He knows something is there at the doorway. He just didn't see you come in. I like the little yep, ninja. Yep, and I will... Hmm. We're really high on your initiative, I hope. Get my... Heightened awareness would be nice. Well, if he didn't perceive me, then I don't think he gets to act in a surprise round. I'm basically nope. going to walk up to him and I'm going to hit him. Okay. Everybody roll initiative and we'll have a surprise round. Yeah. <gasps> Fantastic. Nayari, nice! <laughs> oh, hey! Hey, hey, hey! This is the first time I get favored terrain bonus! Yay! Typical. Typical initiative. There we are. That That's actually makes sense too, to some degree, and not not necessarily Orin, but like Nayari and Aiden being ready to go. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Orin down here, like, where did I put that holy water? <laughs> did I leave it back at camp? Or I'm gunning for <laughs> blood. <laughs> okay, so in the surprise round, Nayari, you are able to act. You have a standard or a move action that you can take during a surprise round. Okay, I will. I will attack him. Okay. And, and after I, after I roll this, don't say anything. Oh. Just, okay. Um, it okay. does. I do get a plus two, so um, it'll be a plus two on this roll. And do you have power uh, attack or anything? No. Why do you get a plus two? Because I'm invisible. Oh yeah, that's right. Okay. Yeah, because he's all caught. Um. It's just flat-footed I'm AC. going it's... to use a Destined Strike on it. So it gets a plus one. Yeah. This um, should hit for all intents and purposes. Like it's pretty much got to be a nat one. Oh, it could be lower. Well, I'm gonna know. add. I'm gonna add the plus two in, so it'll just be. Mm, it'll just be this roll. 
Yep. Wow. Uh, just so you know, fun fact, uh, whites do not have blind sight or blind sense, so that's good. Okay, so this is a 14, and all the modifiers have been added or have not yet been added? All have been added. She and rolled a four. It is against flat-footed. Yeah. For what it's worth, and he's denied his deck Stacy for what it's worth if he doesn't have uncanny dodge. Correct. Okay. So, is that what the you said with the invisible? Yeah. Okay. That will narrowly miss. Yeah. Is that that's one everything. thing you notice that is different? Last time you came, it seemed like he hadn't been ready. This time, because you have already disturbed his peace, you see he's wearing light leather armor. So his AC is slightly higher than before. A 14 will miss. Okay, wow. I'm visible now. So, regular initiative. Um, so, coming out of um, invisibility is only a plus two to your hit? Yeah, you get a plus two against the creatures that don't know you're there. Okay. So that was taking away his dex to AC as well? Oh yeah, flat-footed. Uh, he only has... A plus one to his dex. Okay. He's not a terribly dexterous creature. Oh, he's oh, probably his stats in general kind of suck. It's probably AC 15 then. Okay. Uh, round one, it is Aiden, but I am assuming that you're not doing anything until Nayari comes out. Correct. Uh, so, Na yeah, I think you're readying an action, you said. So, Nayari... It is the first round of combat. You missed this creature. You've become visible. He immediately sees you. And you heard him say, he says, Why can't you just leave me be? But he has not yet attacked you. Because... Initiative. Yeah. But it's my turn. Yeah, it's yeah. your turn. You rolled a 22 initiative, which is higher than him. I kind of feel bad. Yeah, he's evil. She is undead. You don't really have to feel bad. Yeah. He, he just wants to be left alone. Like, lost souls and all that is kind of sad, but uh, they are still evil. Yeah. Fair yeah. enough. Yeah. They are. It's a mercy fact, to destroy them. Yeah. It is. In, yep. In the world of Galarian, although people disagree, it is inherently evil to continue life as an undead. Trying to decide should I. Because if I hit him. And then try to move. I will provoke. provoke. Nope. Just... Well, oh, I yeah. mean, if he... I guess if he's flat-footed, but I wasn't Just... sure if he had... He won't get an attack of opportunity until his turn comes around. Yeah, because you're denied <sighs> that. So you could take another hit and then take your compliment of your movement to get out. Okay. I Which will for... try to hit him again and use my second Destined Strike. Okay. Roll another um... attack. And it's... Still... Still against his flat-footed, because even yep. though he's aware, he has not acted. Yep. Oh, boy. Okay. That's just no longer the invisible bonus. That will hit for 11 damage. Nice hit. And then... Okay. She has a movement still. Yep, you still have your move action. We can do this. Perfect. Oh, it's so good. Except okay. I forgot where you said the trap was. Was it in that square? That right. At this point, I'm assuming that Theros has uh, okay. made them aware. Yeah. So it would be Theros's turn. Are you holding until 
other things happen, or did you have something you want to do right now? Um, one second. How do you measure distances? I'm trying to get an estimate on how far he could run. Pr probably as close to Nayari's distance, but not further. I might want to try to heal Nayari a bit before he runs out here. Uh, you can. There's a tool on the sidebar that he lets you be able to get me snap actually. distances like this. Oops. Ah. Ah. Thanks. So you don't know what his movement is. It would take him 35 feet of movement to get to I her. I don't imagine he's faster than her, probably. I don't know. I guess that's, there's no way to assume that. Unless he double moves is the only thing. But then he can't hit. I'll probably have um, Theros come here then and heal her, or at least attempt to heal with the Cure Light Wounds. Okay. One of your spells or from the wand? From the wand. Okay. So we're going to take off one of those charges and rolling a 1d8 plus 1. That's pretty good. That's pretty good. Okay. And um, and Volus will uh, I guess go here and full def. Well, not full defense. I'll I'll t command Volus to defend Nyari. Okay. As his trick or command or what have you. Now it is its turn. He moves. Up to the door. Iden, you see him at the doorway. Is your ready to action to shoot him when he comes into sight or when he leaves the doorway? You You're might muted. be. You're, you might be. Can't muted hear you, there. Josh. Say that again. <laughs> Is your ready to action to shoot him as soon as he becomes visible or until he leaves the the door leaves wanted, the building. I wanted him to be outside the building when I catch okay. him. So in that case, your ready to action does not trigger. As he goes up to the door, he yells out, Get out! And then he closes the door. Oh, I can't, and I can't shoot now? Nope. Your ready to action was for when he left, and he never left. <sighs> okay. Whose turn is it? <laughs> That was his turn, it is now Oren's turn. Panel energy, does that go You have to have line of sight. Wall? Panel energy does not go through walls. That was we a have thing. found this out from another campaign. Yeah. Does it go through doorways? No. You could go up to the door and then open the oh. door. Okay. Oh, he closed the door? Yeah, he closed the door. He yelled at you all and then he slammed the door shut. I'm so frustrated. We can all hide in the shed. <laughs> we'll just all fit in the shed. Yeah. He's not very protective of the shed. The whole camp in the shed. Um. Would opening the door be my standard action? Yeah. It is the move action move to open action. the door. So you'd have to move up to the door and then move action, open the door. 
which does provoke, but I don't know if it provokes if you're on the other side of the door from the creature. I don't. I think normally it's like if you're standing next to the creature and you open the door and you're both on the same side, it provokes, yeah. but I don't think it does if you're on opposite side. <laughs> Peekaboo! You're short enough, if you open the door, Iden can just shoot over you. Right. <laughs> Kidding, I know that doesn't work. Man. You could move weight around then open it and I can ready a shot if he's still standing there. But he'll probably he'll probably move back. What do you I didn't hear your first part. Move oh, up, open is the door that, and then what? No, you could move wait to open the door for a round. So you could take a five foot step to get out of the way and then I could ready to shoot, but he'll probably move by then. Yeah, I'll move up there and then wait. Okay. See what happens. It is Aiden's turn. Do you want to move, or are you still readying or holding your turn? Or Yeah, we'll start moving forward. Um... Ready to shoot. As soon as Orin opens the door and then backs out of the way. We're five foot steps in theory. Okay. Nayara, you're up. Hmm... I will drink a potion of guidance. Okay. Theros and Volus, anything you guys want to do? Um, Theros is going to come up here and um, cast guidance on Aiden. I also learned that this probably isn't going to work because it's on a... Oop, we saw that. <laughs> um... It's on a, what's it called? A critical, against the grapple special weapon quality, so on a critical hit, it grapples. It doesn't otherwise. But, oh well. So yeah, I moved here, and I casted Guidance on... We're still saying that, Jason. You gotta hide it from others. I know, I did that on purpose. Oh. <laughs> he's like, no, he's still by the door, I promise. <laughs> <laughs> we saw it through here <laughs> oh it you moves can't. in a straight line yeah you can't hide thought, it from okay. well we saw like the the bottom of the <laughs> oh my gosh <laughs> you know what i'm okay with it bring it back he's flanked he's next yeah. to it they're shifting dude yeah okay uh i'm sorry so volus uh theros and volus you moved up there and Polis is still defending nayari theros okay. put casted guidance on aiden and then five foot stepped here. Okay. And Oren, it's your turn. I'll open the door. You <laughs> should just destroy it so he can't keep closing it. <laughs> I actually thought about that. Stop! <laughs> no! Stop opening the door! <laughs> okay, you open the door, and he's not there. It'd be hilarious if he reset the, the arrow trap in that yeah. short time. <laughs> right? I don't think he had enough time to do that, but yeah, I would I laugh so hard. Okay. And I'll come in. <gasps> well, he's not going to come out. What are we going to do? Okay. Yeah, we've lost the prize. we got to get yeah. him. That is your turn. Top of the round, it's Aiden. You see Oren walk into the building. Yeah. And then... Uh... I do have line of sight. Yep, you're good. 
And um, I moved to get here, so I'm not going to do rapid shot or anything crazy. Yep. And I'm going to hit him with the barbed arrow and pray for a natural 20. Okay. Otherwise, it just does normal damage. Okay. Okay. A 20 to hit will hit. Okay. Um, then 12 piercing damage, and you see a silk rope fly through the air. Um, but as soon as it finds purchase on him, it breaks instead of um, getting stuck in, or maybe he's able to quickly rip it out or something. Um, but he's not grappled. Okay. Nayari, it's your turn. Okay. And he'll shout out, like, we have to strike! It's too late! Oops! Oh, no, no. I messed up the movement, but I can get there. Okay. That will trigger his readied action. Okay. To make one attack at you. Okay. Natural one. So that misses. He goes oh, to swing at you. About crit cards and then remembered wrong campaign. Yeah. <laughs> he, goes to, he goes to swing at you, but uh, you're too fast and he misses as you get right up to him. Okay. I want you to, well, I'm going to, oh gosh, <laughs> so I'm going to use my last Destin strike on this. Okay. I'm going to rage. Oh, okay. It's a free action. Wow. Hope this hits. Very smart to rage after. <laughs> Jason, I want you to add eight to this roll. Okay. Very cool. Oh, that's a good oh. thing you had to add an eight. That's very good. <laughs> because that would have missed otherwise. Yeah. Um, if you just add eight to that, it does become 20, which will hit. So dealing eight. eight points of damage. Points of damage. All right. <gasps> <gasps> I want to throw up. You guys are awesome. Woo! How do you want to? How do you want to finish him off, Nayari? <laughs> so it's as she's running in and turns the corner, she makes eye contact with the red eyes, and in that moment, instead of feeling fear, she feels the rage just bubble up, and she sees. You know, it's almost as if time stops and she sees the faces of the people back in camp and she thinks if ever is a time to kill this thing, it has to be now. And she'll just bring down the force of her battle axe through its skull with all of her strength, just splitting into. Okay. You land the hit and it, uh, it just crumbles to the ground now nothing more than a, a pile of bones and uh, you are left in the cabin the threats vanquished I just realized I probably could have enforced like low dim light in this building because there are windows oh. but it's otherwise but that's uh, fine I didn't uh, Don't decide make me to do that that, please, that is I would miss. build tension though but yeah um 
it, it probably could have been dim light because there's like a window. There's like two windows in this building, which isn't a whole lot of light. But uh, I'm not going to have anybody roll because I wasn't doing it before. No, we could have also, if you wanted to say, like, we knew that it was dark last time we were here, which I don't remember if you had it for that fight or not. But then we could crack a sunrod at the start of the fight or something if you want me to yeah. expand one real quick. If you want to, that, that'd be, that would definitely uh, allay any concealment issues, yeah. Yeah, but, so we'll just say that, like, we remember last time there was concealment, so this time I had a sunrod ready to be cracked and threw it in at some point. Obviously, I don't know how the mechanics would work out for that, but we can just say I had are, it on me. Are we still in combat? Listen, okay. all I'm saying is, Nayari MVP this fight. Like, yeah. Girl, it's funny wrecked, too because wrecked it this time. Sarah did well, not want to mess right? with it. She's like, "Fine, you want to kill the wife? You want to kill it? I'll kill the thing." Uh, yeah, I. In case you you probably it was probably pretty evident, but I was a little frustrated as a person <laughs> earlier on. Oh yeah, no. So that's about how it gets when I get really angry and I'm gaming. I get real quiet and well, then no. kind of like. Snotty. No, it, was huge, well, it was a huge risk. On our no, I could, really I could tell you were frustrated too, but I also was just like, I don't know though. Like, there's nothing else. You know what I mean? Yeah. So that's we why. Had nothing. We had nothing else yeah. to, well, to go on. Yeah. Jason knows me well enough. When I got stuck in that bear trap, it's kind of like, you know what? Whatever. You know what? Just <laughs> yeah. do it. Just throw the damage. Whatever. I don't care. It's fine. I could tell that's you're exactly getting. exactly what happens when I get mad at <laughs> I could, I could tell you were getting a little flippant and frustrated, and I yeah. was like, I was trying to be like, I, I'm sorry, but I still think we have to push our luck here, you know? Like, I thought we that's, should have last time too. That's why I, I was poking at the the take twenty rules there. That's that's why yeah. I did that. <laughs> oh yeah, I was just making a point. I uh, yeah, I, I concur, Jace. They're they're there for a reason. <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, so you guys you guys defeat the whites, and you're in this building. So the inside of this sturdy wooden cabin. Uh, well, that boot had ooh. best be in here. That's all I'm gonna say. Yeah. Uh, so over here, like the ceiling is partially <laughs> collapsed. There's but through the otherwise, this is a pretty sturdy cabin. Uh, all of the furniture has been overturned except for a, a small stool in the corner. Um, if you guys just, like, take time to, to look around, you're able to find uh, a number of things. So you do find a single boot lying <laughs> on the floor. Yes! <laughs> uh, which does come up as magical, and it does match the other boot, which you already identified. So you now have a, a full pair of boots of striding and springing. Um oh, Mounted over the fireplace is a longbow that seems to be emanating some magical aura. And you also find a, uh, a hidden compartment under the floorboards, uh, and the compartment is locked. I looked up the boost of striding. I hope you don't mind. Oh, whoa. So there's nothing like if we, I know, I know, take 20 on this cabin. I was assuming no... you took 20. I told you everything there. Okay. Yep. There's yeah. no the keys boot, or anything the long to bow. the. Uh, there's nothing on his corpse. Maybe in the or shed. Or his ashes or his dust or whatever. It does not say anything about there being a key. All right. Because I don't think that any of us can disable device. Break I'm it. Looking, I don't see any mention of a key. Well, how would he get access to it? You don't know. 
He Maybe probably... he had a key and lost it when he turned. Care. Maybe I start looking that way too at some point. Um, so what? What is it that we found? Maybe we should. Well, we can be up loot later. You found the boot. You found a longbow that is magical, and you found a hidden locked compartment in the floorboards. Okay, we'll deal with the longbow and the boots later because we'll have the group with us, and we can auto succeed. Oh, oh that. that's true. Yeah. You're oh right. yeah, because yeah, I wasn't gonna help aid anyway. Oh, there yeah. I said. <laughs> okay. uh, you identify the longbow as a plus one longbow. Hmm. That might be good for Niari, right? You use longbows, or do you use a composite? I have a composite, but the longbow with composite. the bracers. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, that, was, that was kind of interesting. I'm curious about that. Were you just letting Sarah build an archer now? Like, what was that about? That's interesting. Nope. <laughs> I have no idea. That was specifically because of some actions that she took. Oh really? Like yep. written out? Can I? Well, don't tell me that. Like it is, it is in the book that if if PCs do a certain thing, then the owl shows up with those that specific item. Oh, I wonder what she did. Can, oh, we'll have to figure that out. Or not? I mean, I could I can tell you. It's is it a cannon fodder kind of thing that we'd learn and never would learn in game? You probably wouldn't learn it uh, elsewhere now. Yeah. What's up? So the book says i'm just coming over here to, to crystal down so it says if the pcs either perform basic religious rituals over the mass grave or reinter the bodies in proper graves blah 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 the owl appears on a branch i didn't say a branch but uh, long enough to drop off a canvas wrapped pair of lesser bracers of archery so nayari did her full funeral rites of uh the Kellid, like the whole yeah. prayer and everything so the owl went to her and gave her the tracers of archery. That's funny because we literally all did that. Like that was Iden's thought. That was Niari's thought. Like we were all on. She was the only let's... one who actually did a, a religious thing per se, though. You, you, your character um, said, you know, may Era still bless you, but we didn't like bury them or anything. We just kind of gave them a Viking funeral. <laughs> Yeah, no, that's, yeah, yeah, that's, but, that's yeah, what but, I was. That's what my decision right. was. Is that Iden yeah. had said that he threw them all in the grave, or like tossed them in the grave, or whatever. But Nyaria was the one who like yeah. did a, a full proper thing. No, no, my my, it wasn't questioning that Nyaria should be on it. That was definitely the right call. No, no, no. I was just saying it was interesting because I think all four of us were on the same page of like we're gonna all bury these. But you could very easily see a party that would choose not to. So it's funny that. The, book thought to reward that kind of behavior that, that was just what that i was cool. observing that is yeah, cool. it's kind of interesting because there were uh, there were religious undertones to what she did what i did even uh orn and theros had had parts to say um and it was kind of cool it was actually the first funeral too like having a small dedication to elwood was also a very interesting part yeah, yeah. so as you guys are here uh one of you had mentioned going out to this other cabin uh up to the north so this simple wood and mud smokehouse uh, looks like it was once used probably to preserve food uh, and uh, for lean winter winter months and such. And looking inside, it looks like it has stood unused since probably since this creature became undead. Um, but you you do find inside some heavily smoked and salted meat and fish hanging that looks to remain edible. And you find a total of 15 provision points worth of protein. Thing. What a clutch decision to come here. Oh, man. We, okay. That's oh, the... also, 
Are you still mad at me, Sarah? Um, up there, Warren goes, and to avoid any filth fever nonsense, purify food and drink in case there's any diseases on this yep. food. Jen might honestly cry. Like, I could see her just being so overwhelmed when... Also, when... where's that big deer? That deer anywhere around here? Yeah. It's only been like eight hours uh -oh. since we saw him carry yeah, that deer. Uh -oh. Totally okay. Yeah, the deer the deer would be hanging from one of these racks outside. Oh, right. great. The lynx. Turns out the lynx ate it all. So we also have a whole deer. Does that provide provision points? It would provide two. Oh, is oh. the lynx with us now? Oh, yeah. yeah you're very generous, Jason. As you guys are taking time and, and doing all this, the lynx wakes up and slowly starts moving into the cabin. And you see that the lynx makes it to the body of its former, or what used to be its master, and kind of nudges this this guy a little bit. And it doesn't make any response. And you hear the, the, the lynx there make kind of like a purring noise. Kind of like the... You would get the sense, Theros, especially being how attuned to animals you are, it's not purring out of like comfort or anything it's just one of those things that when cats get really worried sometimes they just do it as like a not necessarily a defensive maneuver but to like calm themselves mm -hmm. down it looks like that's what it's doing here and it just kind of lays down and curls up next to the body Aww. and then we just like sweep the dust out of the cabin so that it doesn't where it doesn't scare the people when they show up. Like, right, nothing to see say, here. What was the story again? Remind me about this hunter. How did he turn to a white? We don't yeah, know. so you guys wouldn't know about this, but it's fine to say. So this guy was a half-elf. Uh, he led a really miserable life, so he moved into the Fangwood to get away from people. Uh, but the isolation he found made him more bitter than before. Uh, one day when he was out hunting, he fell into a ravine... Uh, broke his arm, several ribs, and his leg got stuck in a crevice. And he wasn't strong enough to, to pull himself free. So he was stuck in that crevice for several days until exposure and hunger slowly killed him. And the bitterness of his life kind of coalesced and he rose as a white. And with his newfound strength, he was able to free himself and he returned to the cabin and the connection that he had with this animal companion over time, the undeath, the difference in behavior drove the animal a little bit mad. And that's the story of Kellogg and Pyla. The old habits die hard, too. He just continued living as a hunter. Pretty much. But a shell of what he once was. No, all right, here's I don't think we cat. would know all of that. But I do think Aiden might be sensitive to that to some degree. Like, after his grandfather's past, he has, like, this really weird relationship with the gods and religion. But he, like, he's torn in both ways. Like, he no longer really respects them so much because they don't seem to help ever. But he also kind of, like, that's his only connection to his grandfather. So he wants to do the religious right thing. He wants to walk the walk. You know, even if conviction's not there. Um, so, in, in some respects, he'll do whatever he thinks is best to try to give the white some eternal rest and let its soul finally go to the mm -hmm. afterlife. He's like, is there a second 
set of bracers of archery if you do a funeral for this guy? <laughs> the owl just keeps delivering bracers of archery. <laughs> it's the lynx brings it later. The lynx comes ah. out with bracers Aww, of archery. Poor kitty. I'm, I'm not even... I'm, I'm joking. <laughs> I'm just messing with you, Josh. I'm not lying, but that, I didn't even think of that. That's so, <laughs> uh. so you guys have taken the cabin. You've found all the stuff in here. What is the plan moving forward? We brave you, the storm here. We tell the people to come back and huddle up. We let Jet know about the provisions. I think we do all of that. Okay. Um, so it's it's about noon at this point. So are you wanting to send everybody out to do a normal day's work of uh, day's worth of of scavenging and such, or what? What's the plan? I would say like have people go out and try to get food and stuff because we don't know how long the storm will last. So we probably need to kind of store up as Prep much yeah we need yeah. supplies i assume in the morning would have told them to the same and then maybe we'll tell them to like come back by a certain time sort of thing um so, i'm go ahead sir i was just gonna say how many squares did we end up with then only like 10 mm, 14 um given how much time has well, passed yeah now i would say you have um I'll say eight squares of movement left, half of what you would normally have. Okay, that's good. Um, I have an, a, a thing we can make it to the berry bush and back. I was, thinking, I was, the same thing. I was thinking that. I was, like, I was counting. We make it to the berry bush yeah. and back. Except we do have to be prepared for a fight there because the bushes were moving or like yes. something was strange about them. Probably get caught in the storm if we headed down there. Well, that was the question. If we take the complement of our movement, we suspect we'll be in the storm. Uh, you would be on your way back. Right. You'd hmm. probably get there in time, but as you're coming back, you would probably be in the storm. But that would just be the four of you. I was just going to say, though, like, then maybe we come back and we huddle back up and we'll have a nice campfire to sit around and some warm insular shelter instead of the, the wilderness. Yeah, I think that might be a good idea. Uh, so your plan like... is to spend the rest of the day here then? No. Oh, no, no, no. no. The camp's going to move in here, and uh -huh. they're going to be gathering food in the area while they can. They're going to stay in the general uh -huh. area. We are going to face the elements. We'll go to the berry bush and then come back. Oh, because uh, I thought you had said spend the night inside. Okay. No, we'll we'll come back to that spot. So after being in the rain, we'll have somewhere warm to be, but we're going to face the rain. Okay. Um, Is that okay with everybody else? That works for me. Does that make sense? Yeah. I think it makes sense. Um, so your plan is to move through the storm on your way back then? Yeah. You're not taking like a specific shelter from the storm. You're going to be moving through it. Not unless we find one. Mm -hmm. Our well, party, and that's the other yes. thing is I just thought if we get stuck in the storm, it's going to probably decrease our movement. So we may not even be able to get back to camp. Mm, would that be the case from what we can infer? Um... I I'm looking up the that particular one here. <laughs> that particular storm. There are many storms that we could the, face. The uh, the hurricane that's going to be coming through. The, uh, there, are, there are environmental rules. <laughs> the hornet storm. 
<laughs> it's a swarm. It's actually just a giant swarm. <laughs> a locust. Shelter means um, nothing. We're already worry. dead. I have one charge of burning hands left. Right. We'll be fine. I got fire belly. Let's do this. <laughs> what is everybody's strength modifiers? 17. One. one. Modifier, not, not numbers. Two. Okay. 17 Four. is my modifier. <laughs> <laughs> three, okay. sorry, three. I had fifteen okay. down. Minus three. Um, yeah, you would totally have reduced movement, even with my endurance feat. Oh my goodness, would you still have reduced movement? <laughs> I want those you... berry bushes, Jason. I'm over here. I'm like, not, what, Josh, are I'm you not gonna, saying like, you can't go. Us? We can go. It's getting back. That's the problem. Yeah, I yeah. mean, you'll just have to find a place on the way to take shelter, most likely. There's nowhere to take shelter. Well, if there's only four of you, you could go into some random, like you wouldn't. You, you're not looking for a space for twenty some people. You just have to find like a den or like a tree root something. I don't know. Really big tree. I'll right. have Volus dig a hole. Yeah. With our survival skill, would we be able to find something like that on the way back? Absolutely. Yeah, that's part of the the thing. Is it's a survival skill? Yeah. So okay. let's do that on the way yeah. there. We'll look for a place, and on the way back, we'll continue looking for a place, kind of thing. Because we're going to double back the same way. I assume if we don't, and if we don't find one, we'll chance it the other way, kind of th- idea. We're going to get back, and those kids will have killed everybody in the camp. <laughs> Justin, so exasperated. Yeah. So we go. When I'm right, just wait. We we lay the game plan to the de facto leaders of the group, Aubrin and and Jin and the other like more important NPCs. We let them know that we're gonna go and come back. Hopefully, we'll probably have to wait out the storm. We secure the cabin. We'll let Jet know that there's food and potentially a way to continue to store meats for a longer time. So maybe different game can last several days as opposed to just a day. Um, so like, you know, hey, we're setting, we got something setting up for you guys. Like we're, we're doing our best and we're going to keep doing our best. And we're moving, we're moving down to get some fruit Chining talked about and we leave the group in their hands and we'll see it at the end of the day. Okay. This is the first time they've had a roof since Fangdar. So yeah. I got to imagine they're yeah. pretty happy. You're welcome. <laughs> You're I welcome. can role play all that out, but I think that's a, a decent summary of the kinds of interactions that we have. The like I said, the de facto pseudo other important people that exist in the camp and have kind of assumed different task and leadership roles. Yeah. So we're moving to the berry bushes. Yeah. <sighs> okay. And we will begin next session with me describing berry. that. Thanks for listening. We hope you enjoyed the adventure as much as we did. If you'd like to watch these sessions performed live, be sure to find us on YouTube or follow us on Twitter at MildlyHeroic. Heroic.